Okay. I think I'm going to turn on all the things now. It's called Monkey Sushi, for those of you who want to know. All right. Oh, great. And that's how we start this stream. Hi, Internet. Oh, sorry to interrupt, Bella. Oh, that's okay. All right. Hi, Internet. My name is Todd. Uh, I'm going to be playing some Dungeons and Dragons with some buddies uh, and pals and all the peoples, all the folks over there. Uh, we play every Tuesday, either Shadowrun or Dungeons and Dragons. And if this is your first time here, ah, that was a technical difficulty. Had a lot of those today. Uh, don't forget to hit the subscribe or the follows, which is another thing that I can do on the screen, but I can't right now. Uh, so we're a bit late getting started, so uh, let's dive in. I'm going to be running a game. It's episode 31. We're getting to the real deal now of Strange Acquaintances. Here we go. Let's go meet the table. That's not a thing. I should... Oh, right. <laughs> ah. Technical... Son of a... Okay, there we go. Hey, people. There you are. I see people. Hi. I see. <laughs> I see live people. Oh, that was a bad joke. I'm sorry. Great. This is what we're here for. Hey, for some reason, I'm in the center of my own screen. It's weird. I've never seen that. That's well, a... you know. Sorry, I'm scrolling real bad today. Often, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. I literally yeah. sat and did taxes all day long. So my brain is nice. Just like, That's good. I haven't. <laughs> I'm I'm looking for staycation receipts. It's a mess. It's a mess. And my sin number is no. 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 No sin for you. All right. Um, oh, I thought you were doing the like you're leading into it's it's no period that's number and then you say the ones that come after. Yeah. I I don't feel like kidding i'm super paranoid steve already knows this all right let's uh let's i mean meet you shouldn't everybody. say it obviously what do you mean i shouldn't say it on the internet i'll give you a hint it starts with a digit all right um what i was wow. i was just asking for uh uh recommendations for shorts or favorite moments they don't have to fit in a minute um it's better if they do i suppose but uh you know i don't care but uh, yeah, so if you guys come up with any ideas, uh, and also we do live interactions, so, and don't forget people, you get plot points too, players. Uh, you get plot points if you want. So feel free to jump in with some ideas, because, I don't know, we're on episode 31, and I'm kind of out of ideas at this point. We're just, we're just dealing with the consequences of our decisions from like, episode four. i mean how many more ideas do you need you, you lead us down a dark hallway to a tpk and then the game ends like you know whatever you don't have to think that hard about it <laughs> you have been pushing for that tpk i'm just saying i i mean i don't want it but do you that's the that's the that's the goal right here right now either a tpk or we win the game and then yeah, we just, we're kind of at that. You know, we're, we are at the epilogue, end. the rest of it, and don't worry about the specifics. Exactly. Okay. I don't know why my mic is like super hot. Okay, there we go. Um, so while I stare at things and gap out a little mm -hmm. bit over here, let's go around the table and meet all the lovely people. Let's start right over here with Steve. Hi. Still Steve. Still playing Gex Techford and uh, temporarily the cranky enormous bear. Yep, that's about it. Awesome. And very uh, exciting. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm working on uh, 
uh, some stuff on my end of things. So keep talking, Brandon. All right. I'm Brandon Ola, and I'm playing Eli, a half-elf wizard, divination wizard, um, and also playing a human fighter named Jalen temporarily. Yeah. About to get into some fun. Yeah, absolutely. So everybody is uh, carting along an NPC meat shield, I believe is is what we're, we're calling that. All right. Uh, and then um, let's go around to Darcy. Speaking of NPC meat shields, um, I, I am not uh, oh, accompanied right. by an NPC because uh, my main character has been left behind, uh, totally willingly, as of me as a player. Uh, don't 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 worry about that. But uh, so my my NPC meat shield has, has dramatically leveled up. Um, uh, so I'll be playing Shu, who is a ranger from a like a sea monster fighting vessel that used to go hunt down monsters and extract their parts for for various you know basically fantasy whalers um but that's kind of behind them and we picked them up in the, in the pirate village along with the other npcs absolutely but, i'm sorry uh, just I... for the anyone who is interested mm-hmm. in the mechanical bits and bobs i'll just do a little quick overview yeah, yeah. uh was level five now a level 11 added one level to ranger and five levels to <laughs> rogue putting me at a six ranger five rogue and uh that gives me a bunch of natural explorer bonuses and nothing super interesting <laughs> as is my preference with all right characters. that's fun um, I, but I yeah kind of... uh there I, I i feel like i'm staying true to the original pitch for the character all those years ago um, it which is literally was funny because it's, well, it's a completely different campaign. <laughs> Never really saw play. Totally, so totally yeah. different. Yeah, but you know, it is what it is. But yeah, right. I'm looking at these level up and be like, I could just make them into some weird magic ro- ranger thing because apparently that's a thing in D and D. And I said no, they'll multi-class into rogue so I can stay normal. Um, so I've actually not written down any spells that they would have learned by the ranger because screw that ranger shouldn't have spells. Anyway. All right then. And, in, and you will fight anyone who says otherwise. I, I mean, you can, rangers should have a subclass that lets them learn magic. They should not have it inherently in the same way that I, I believe the same thing about druids. They should only have it as a subclass. Anyway transforming i mean not spells so, all right that was misleading no problem um i was gonna say like <laughs> i have are, opinions yeah you have opinions <laughs> and you can always go and talk to darcy about the opinions at darcy bits over on your stream and youtube's as well so um thank yes, you for thank that. you and uh let's keep going around the horn to gordon really hey gordon like playing rook a reborn phantom rogue and also playing Talithar, a Conquest Paladin human, uh, half-elf. Nice, 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 nice. Uh, that's right, because you got the double thing going on. Uh, why did I do that to you guys? I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know what we need? We need more You wanted things. to speed up the game, so you yeah. gave us more characters. Oh, and do don't forget opposite. all your <laughs> your other things, too. All your dragoons. Uh, oh, yeah. Rook and Talfar is a bit different because uh, you did not get an additional NPC. You had to play your characters individually and they reunited. It's true. No, no. Talfar was really kind of more of an NPC. Well, he yeah, just stayed on it, a long time. 
<laughs> exactly. Right. It was like, ah, you need a character until Rook shows up. So here you go. Right. As opposed to the rest of us just randomly getting an extra NPC. Fair enough. Like both yours are both like max level, right? Whereas everyone else's NPCs are level five or maybe six now. I can't remember. Yeah, I did want some squishies on board because, hey, who doesn't want squishies? Um, okay. You gotta have a body count, otherwise it's not really a climactic conclusion. Well, this is what I'm thinking, right? Alright, so uh, I'm still trying to fix things on my end. Unfortunately, I've got some uh, sweating issues uh, that we'll try and figure out, but let's keep going around the horde and you guys can do your thing, so just don't mind as I stare off into space. Uh, Matt... So I am playing Balin, the Clan Iron Eater. Uh, Dwarf has uh, left the reclaimed halls of Illifarn to uh, adventure and uh, look for uh, lost uh, lore and artifacts. Joined up with the party here when they saved him from a purple worm, and he's uh, repaying his debt to them. So, uh, and my NPC was uh, Asterion, the uh, Minotaur guardsman, who almost died, but I believe uh, Hilda managed to bring him back from the brink using some of that uh, med school knowledge medical school dropout oh now actually i'm glad you mentioned that because hilda um, uh, um sorry uh timely who plays hilda could not be here today uh we were wishing uh uh timely a swift recovery uh for you know not feeling great but we will see you again soon and hopefully in time to save everybody's bacon um We'll see how I deal with that. I just had a funny idea, actually. <laughs> this is how I plan things. And by that, I mean, like, three weeks ago, and then I forget most of what it was. So we'll figure it out. All right. Um, and last but certainly not least, Bella. Hey. <clears throat> I'm Bella. I'm playing um, Isold. And she is a blood hunter, half elf, and she's with Gax. Except, I don't know, they're drifting apart. Not good stuff. Damn you, Rook. Um, she she's, doesn't like Rook very much. And then I'm also playing Miss Frizzle, <laughs> who is a fire genasi fighter. Awesome. I did uh, not do that on purpose, by the way. Naming her Frizzle. No. Like, that, I wasn't that thinking just came of out in the improv. that TV show <laughs> at all. But then when somebody pointed it out, I was like, oh, shit, yeah. Okay. It's like a portmanteau of fry and sizzle. You know, a fire genasi. Yeah. As it should be. Yeah. Honestly. I don't know if that's what you're thinking or not. But <laughs> it, Well, that was my original you know thing and then it just turned out that miss frizzle is actually you know i think that's 100 yeah, percent accurate having yeah. had to watch a lot like a lot of that show like a lot like a lot like a lot like more than i ever wanted although honestly of all the shows and all the gene joints in all the world horrible. It, it's pretty good yeah it ain't it it's ain't awful least horrible I feel like I'm going to have to go back and watch it because in my brain, it was perfect. <laughs> well, here's the thing. About uh, least let your, yeah, let know, your adult yeah, discerning brain watch it. I mean, I once yeah, yeah, went yeah. back 
and watched episodes of Knight Rider again, and I was like, wow, I I did not know. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Same thing with Dukes of Hazard. although A-Team almost holds up. And Magnum P.I. Anyway. That's cool. Um, all right. I think I've got the things working. If I don't, I apologize in advance. Uh, let's dive in to uh, uh, a game, and we'll be right back to start a quick recap, and then we'll get some dice going. Let's do this. Unique New York. <laughs> okay. When we last saw our intrepid adventure band of misfits and madness, they were teleporting into the lair of the big bad. They took the uh, mage shortcut of their recently released from um, servitude Torig and he teleports them into the magic circle that he knows leads right into the lair um, the catacombs beneath the city known as the undertow these ruins are no stranger or you're no stranger to these ruins especially some of you like Rook uh, even Gex would know a few of them but this particular branch of ruins lies deep beneath uh, even the more well-trodden areas of the varying tunnels with, within the um, city upon a city. You have discovered through talking with Torig that, and also with um, the now betraying um, Mage Tower leader, Calron, you discovered that this ancient, uh, this city the undertow was built on the ancient ruins of a previous civilization in particular the um catacombs that uh where a, a very big bad once was doing awful things and then mages went to seal the bad in with this kind of artifact these these crystalline seed that grew to form a shell around the bad um, that made multiple layers the most outward layer being this golden almost um, crystalline with uh, think of an amethyst with the various layers except with different colors as well and the most outer layer the uh, of the geode as it were is that golden protective layer but within is being stretched and growing these red crystals and then further down uh, yet more crystals kind of a bluish control crystal and there was a tiny hint of another kind you've seen one of these crystals up close when you won it in a battle way back against um, the harbingers of doom was it harbingers of Rabu Boom. I forget Boon, Harbingers of Boon. You won it against them, and you had a sample of this crystal, the golden outer layer a couple layers beneath. But Rook in particular has seen it up close. Now, Rook, we're going to start with you. I need you. It was a traumatic event. I need you to do a memory check. 
I need you to see what you can recall of your times before the undertow was wiped. Almost like a neutron bomb. Okay. Uh, what do you want me to roll? Like, is it a skill or a straight intelligence? I think it's going to have to be... You know what? I'll make it an intelligence saving throw. I don't know if you're proficient or not. I am, because I'm a rogue. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Okay. That's not too bad. Like I said, it was a traumatic event. You and your friends, it was one of your first dungeon delves. You went below, hired to by various intermediaries to go and raid the catacombs beneath the undertow. It was actually some of your friends that found it, but, you know, all of you brought it back up. And you brought this shard the golden layers and it was a long thin piece almost a good like good long ways um and it had the various color striations starting with gold at the top but most of that had been chipped away by your clumsy clod hopper friend who chiseled it with a pickaxe so a lot of the outer layer is broken then you had that rich red deep vibrant layer you remember and then the stripes of blue encased in the blue is kind of a shard of, of a little bit of like it begins to change color again but you can't really tell what uh, at that point so it's a little hard to recall all the details because it was so wiped as you now go back it's almost like the smell of being teleported into these catacombs brings that back to you and um because it was so traumatic where all your friends and most of the town got wiped out um, and your own life changed forever. Uh, that's what you can remember. Okay. 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 The rest of you, the you've stepped into this absolute wall of light beaming up from the circle. You're in the catacombs now uh, beneath the city. You are in a room that's about 20 feet wide by probably about 60 feet, 60 or 80 feet long. There's an ornate magical circle on the ground surrounded by a stone lip and then a trough, actually, uh, as though it was used to carry some kind of liquid now long dried, running the length of the room um, down to the far end where you see what amounts to basically an ancient fountain. Uh, and there's a statue on the fountain uh, on the far wall, kind of half embedded of a um, some kind of snake-like creature. Uh, but it's a statue, you're pretty sure. Uh, you look around, there's very dim. There's a light source in the corner, a lantern burning. Uh, the rest of you <gasps> kind of bamf in and your eyes start to adjust to the dim light. What do you want to do? Does um, Rook actually recognize this as the same place he teleported out of to re to regroup with everybody? It is. Okay, so he would be the most familiar with it. Absolutely. So you know <clears throat> that just down and off to what is your left from where you're standing, um, there's an open archway with two pillars on each side. Uh, the ceilings in here are a good 15 feet tall, but different sections are cracked and some of the ceiling is caved in 
or um, some of the walls look pretty rough. It's it's definitely overtaken old civilization. Through the pillars is, as you recall, off towards the makeshift prison where you were held for so many weeks. I'll uh, I'll let everyone know that I I came into this place. Like, so you guys, I came into this place when I escaped to teleport out and meet with you. I have some familiarity with this the area here. There's a prison through the archway and to the left. There is kind of hunting caverns beneath where they would hunt prisoners for sport and then and then uh, bring them back and, and re-imprison them. As you're relaying this, you notice how your voice echoes off of the stone walls and the floor. Oh, I would try to keep it in a whisper, <laughs> like not, not loudly. Yeah. You look around the room and you were honestly expecting to see some people pretty much right away. And you're surprised to realize this room is currently empty except for the rest of you. Uh, does... Because Eli has keen mind. Does he remember anything from when he, like, spied on the Beholder? In this case, it's... Sim- you're, you know, don't get that, like, magic dwarf power of knowing stone. Um, mm-hmm. But... I mean, the walls seem somewhat similar. You don't recognize it exactly, but you can tell that like this was made at roughly a similar time period, uh, that sort of okay. thing. But it's not a, not a room you've seen yet. Okay. Your, also, um, don't know if it'll scrying. help, but he does have ethereal sight right now. Right. Um, th- now, stone does tend to block that, but I'm going to get you to do a perception check. Specifically, um, just to see what you see. No reason. Mm. <laughs> well, that's happening. And you said these are like catacombs that are underneath the city. That's the idea. Yeah, catacombs and ruins. Um, okay. They basically built the whole town on top, and then a bunch of, you know, sewers and ruins. But then further beneath that are these this ancient site that was blocked by the mages cool all right how'd you do 19 19 all right so you're looking around the room kind of clutching your your staff that your grandmother gave you um tightly in your hand and you're looking around and your eyes kind of pass around you don't see anything in the ethereal immediately but you look up and you see the statue in the fountain at the far end for 19, you see it blinking, and it's weird. It's almost like a superimposed, like the stone is not moving, but you can see the eyelids as though superimposed in ethereal. Something about that statue is strange. Okay, I'm just gonna immediately report that to everybody. Uh, that statue's blinking. Blinking? Yeah, I guess on the ethereal plane. Uh, Rook, do you know anything about that? No. But it, it could be that we are found out 
we might need to do something. It could be a, a reaper or a, some type of specter in hiding in that statue. Well, uh, I'm going to try to take a look at that because I'm uh, an expert at uh, looking at stones. Let the expert step forward. Um, Tor uh, Torig, did you say, bring Torig? You were going to decide whether Torig's there or not. Uh, we were going to leave it to you whether Torig joins or not. Ah, uh, but that's no fun if the DM decides. I think you guys should decide. Well, do you want him with you, or do you want him you help want above? To play them or not? Because <laughs> there is a massive battle going on above. They Sorry. could use all the help they could get, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll leave Torig down here. We'll leave Torig to sort things out back home. All right. What kind of check would this be for uh, examining the stonework? Uh, let's go with... Um... Depends what you're looking for. Generally, it's a history check. I was going to say history. History would be good. Um, and you get your double proficiency bonus because of their stonecraft, I believe. That's correct. Ooh, and I rolled a 19, so that gives me a 29. Wow. Okay, so... Sounds right. You look at this thing and you can see this is mildly enchanted and it is ancient. Um, and this this stone seems like it was made to hold a being. You, uh, for those who have, are familiar with the meld into stone spell, this spell, uh, this statue has been mildly enchanted with an ability to accept a being to step into it and there is something you can see the etchings of the runes around it as you look at this you can read the glyphs and you can determine that this is likely to be able to be passed through interesting yeah. well I pass that information on that uh, yes yeah, appears to be an ancient artifact it's definitely got something magical and uh there's very likely a being in there, uh, Elias. Uh, you got a good eye. It's, uh, it seems to be designed for uh, for something to inhabit it. Now, do you want to walk... I mean, with the 29, that's huge. But um, I'm going to say that in order to do that, you, you would have had to take a slightly closer look. So do you want to investigate further? Or are you going to stay kind of... You're cl clustered down at this half of the room. And then the other, then at the halfway point are the hallways, and then the other half of the room holds the statue. Do you want to get it closer or investigate the hallways? Well, you can move your characters around the map. Anybody who wants to move, and don't feel like uh, you have to Rook stick is, to order. Rook is going to investigate. Rook is going to sort of jump in. Rook is no, going to hide and uh, scout the the passageway, and I'll just kind of sign to. Uh, Gex to come, but everyone else, like, I'll say everyone else as a hand motion, stay, and I'll sign to Gex to come as we check out the hallway to the left. So as you look, yeah, you can I, also I, see... Sorry, as we go... Oh yeah, go ahead. I need to sort of interrupt there. I, yeah, I, do it. I do want to ask, um, uh, were there other people imprisoned here when you left? Yeah, on the left. There was a prison. There were other members that were with me when we went to the magic shop. One is one is petrified. I didn't see the others, but I think they're still imprisoned or dead. 
Like petrified literally or figuratively? Literally stoned. Alrighty then. Well, let's go see if we can get some people out of jail. Now, to do a job. you can We're also see... all to stay back. So I just want to point out something else about the room. Opposite the hallway, inset a little, so you didn't notice it at first glance, there is a, a, a door. It looks to be um, made of probably some kind of metal. Pretty well... It's it's jagged and rusted, but it is still standing on the opposite side of the of the hallway on your do right. Sorry, go ahead, Darcy. We came here to do a job. You're um, asking us to stay back and wait for your signal. Yeah, so that's right. Moving on. I don't know how long we have. We need to be a bit quiet. So so we don't all fall into a trap so it's, we need to, the two of us are going to go scout and then see because we need because we need to find out where this beholder is trust your judgment uh, Balin uh, Elay what's it you're yeah. um, arcanely masterful if you will it's a, when we yeah. get into a situation do you have anything that can maybe help our weapons have more of a, a punch to them? No. Used to take down creatures on the crucible, but this old bow's not going to cut it, I don't think. Uh, enchantment's never really been my thing. Uh, and then he's gonna kind of withdraw and try to like quietly ritual cast detect magic while they're scoping out the place yeah I, I i unfortunately am not great at uh, enchanting weapons either I, I can make you a bow out of stone but uh don't know if that would be helpful <laughs> well if it shoots magic arrows i'll take it but otherwise i guess i'll take my chances with the trusty can i get rook and gex to do stealth checks everybody else let's see some perception checks So how do we do this with reliable talent? <laughs> I'm just gonna roll and then. If it's God less than ten, damn it, counts it as a Steve. 10. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm just gonna roll. That's a thirty, by the way, for our listeners. A thirty. Yeah, it helps when you have plus twelve. Yeah. This this is why I usually murder people before they get to level twelve. I got <laughs> yeah. the. Since we're already or 11, doing a role 11. that may or may not be relevant, um, as a ranger, I can apply my um, natural explorer terrain to roles that are relevant to the terrain. And some people would say that a perception check would be, and some people would not say that it is. Um, so establishing this kind of thing early would sure, be nice. But what's I don't know terrain? if it would count as the terrain. Um, I have two now at, high, at my level. Um, one is not relevant, definitely, but the other one's Underdark. This isn't quite... This is a lot more worked than most Underdark um, sure. caverns. Yeah. But in the rougher areas of this, I would allow it. So remind me at that point. But this is still a little bit cool. too... A little bit too, um, too... For lack of a better term, it's a little too developed, even though it's, um, you know, 
really old. By the way, Balin, your uh, earlier perception check uh, will elaborate on the stonework in here. You can place this exact, um, the, the more or less millennia at which place this was built. Um, this thing is quite ancient. Like we're talking minimum, I don't know what's ancient for a dwarf, but it's, we're talking probably 800, maybe a thousand years old. Okay. Okay. And it is all some, like there are base level enchantments. Uh, all throughout so the lanterns that are flickering with a dim kind of orangish red light they're magical lanterns and they're beginning to fade at this point but they're not out yet um that sort of thing plus the fact this place has been largely sealed up has protected it from you know standard breakdown and rot okay i would share that with the party it looks like this place is about 800 years old Anything significant For me, that's my grandfather's time, you know? Yeah, which is pretty old for a dwarf. All right, so the rest of the people are kind of waiting as as Rook and Gex both disappear. What was uh, Rook's stealth check again? I didn't hear. Oh, 23. Sorry. Um, so you're heading down the hall or towards the door? Um... Uh, well, you, you, uh, there's an open hall to the left and a yeah. door to the right. The prison is left. You know that. Okay. And ultimately, we're trying to find the beholder. Now, um, you didn't encounter it near the prison. You encountered it the other way. I Sorry, I encountered what? The, the beholder, when you were trying to sneak out of here, you went through the door to the right. Um, stealthily. Oh, and so so I know so I know that, that door way. to the right, I snuck through it. But where the prison is and where you were kept is to the left. Okay, well, if I had snuck through the door to the right, and I mean, I would probably think that the beholder's not in the prison area, but maybe in the right. So then I'd change tack sure so you're going to the right uh yeah stealthily go ahead uh you uh encounter uh a door uh gonna try to detect traps sure go ahead and roll is that what was that again investigation or uh yeah it's investigation okay uh do the same. Do you want advantage, Rook, or do you want to both roll? Or yeah. um, up to you, Gex. You want to give me advantage, or you want to roll? Um, yeah, I'll give you advantage. Okay. All right, Not twenty on the second roll. Twenty-one. Nice. You look at this door, and you're like, "Oh, that is one hundred percent trapped." You can see a spring mechanism inside and some kind of in the glinting light. You're, you can see like crazy in the dark. Um, so you can see that there is some kind of needle like mechanism in there. Uh, I'm going to just hand sign wrap and point it out to, to Gex. And uh, I am going to take out 
my thieves tools and work on disarming it. Sure thing. Go ahead and make your roll. Meanwhile, everybody nice. else. Let's, sorry. Can yeah, you can give advantage for sure. Okay. I'll roll or again. roll yours. Well, yeah. In this case, advantage. You're like backseat driving. No, no. What the big here? Um, um, okay. With your various perception checks, as these two are looking around, Isold with a 15. Um, sorry, with a, a. Wait, which one? Oh, I get it. You're rolling for both of them. Um, for a 15 and a 9, uh, you. You don't pick out anything new, except you do notice that the base of the the trough leading to the magic circle once probably had a liquid in it, and it's now totally dry. Um, and uh, who else rolled? That would have been Chu, right? Chu, you pick up on this liquid as well, and you see that the while the magic circle looks like it's been recently installed, like more or less. Like, you can tell that it's been drawn more recently, although it is permanent. The trough at the base of it is very old. And in what was probably at one one point a fountain to gather things. Um, And there are really even older runes written in the stone around it. It was a circle of a previous time. And you also, with a 17... And anyone else who got a 17 or up? Oh, you had 24. Sorry, you rolled 17. Yeah, you definitely see yeah. that the bottom of this trough has this brownish crusted thing uh, at the bottom of the of the, the trough that would have held the liquid. Quite dark, quite old. It's almost dust at this point. Just a stain, really. Just a discoloration of the stone. Well, I guess what that is, but I'm not sure if I'm determining one way or the other is going to change much. Well, I got an 18 on my perception, so I'd see that, right? Yeah, you pick that up, and in fact, you probably get a little obsessed with the runes. You're like, this circle was... This is a casting circle, an old one, but you can't make out what it was uh, before, and something looks like it was ritualistically tied somehow it would have been given various agents to activate it um and you you can't really even see what the spell was it's been carved over with this magic circle with teleportation okay. circle all right so um click how'd the roll go 23 23 that's enough you manage to brace the spring and get the door and unlock it all at the same time. So the door is now unlocked and you did so rather stealthily. Go ahead and move yourselves. Uh, you peek through, I'm going to guess? Or do you just... Yeah, I'm not peek through. Like, okay. Try to see. So you peek and you can just tell that there's someone standing on the opposite side of the door. Kind of their back... Kind of, or their side kind of facing you and the door and they're just kind of <sighs> chainmail reddish cloak bur- burgundy cloak maybe oh wait burgundy cloak yeah that's an inquisitor Gex night stealthily um use my mage hand 
to take some string out of my backpack and tie it around his feet. Absolutely. Go ahead and roll a sleight of hand check. As you're literally peeking through a crack in the door. Like Rook's face, Gex's face, just a bit above. Oh, that's a 16 for a total of 28. Rogues, man. Yeah, he's just standing there, arms crossed, long sword at his side, kind of, mm, kind of leaning heavy against the wall. His feet are now pretty securely tied. And uh, they, do I have? Can I do anything else <clears throat> before? What do you want on that, that turn? Um, just on with the mage hand to undo the belt buckle. Yeah, I'd allow that for sure. Um, now, the belt begins to slacken. I'm, and I'll use the same roll from before. So it doesn't. Do you want it to fall right away, or do you want it to just be ready to drop if there's movement? It's here's what I imagine. So now his feet are tied up, and his belt starts to go, and he kind of like takes a step while he's trying to catch his belt from falling down. And falls over. Absolutely. And he goes to step and catches blade, which clamors like whatever the word is, falls to the ground with a bit of a racket, um, the metal tip of the the sheath. And he's like, God damn it. And bends down and kind of loses his balance. He's going to do a dexterity saving throw just to see if he saves himself. Uh, What's your uh, dex there, Steve? Uh, his dexterity is uh, 18. Okay, so it's plus four. So I'm going to call that. Uh, what's your, at this level, what's your proficiency mod again? Four. Four? Okay, uh, so it's eight. So it'll be 16 is the DC for him to resist. Oh, that's a six. So he, he and does like ass over tea kettle in this very, it's, it's probably about eight feet wide hallway. And he ends up like on his face, his butt sticking up in the air, catches himself on his arms, but doesn't take any damage, but he stumbles over. Uh... I imagine it's Rook's turn, <laughs> or is yeah. it still mine? Anybody, we're not technically on combat. If anybody gets ideas, jump in. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll just kind of do around the circle thing and check in with people. Well, then, I'm assuming all this isn't happening like during the first few minutes of yeah. our sort of hang around waiting, right? Like this, this all happened pretty quick. I imagine. Yeah, yeah. This is I second. Kinda, I kinda, well, when he does it, I just kind of sign to the Gex, like, let's just kill him. Well, yeah, this was for ease of assassination. <laughs> By all means, he just kind of like stealthily opens the door and goes. So, so, so when Gex, Grook uh, then says, "You have the door," and he just Rook will just knock an arrow and do like basically have steady aim, ready, ready right. for mm-hmm. when the, the door opens. Yeah, so I'll just like gently push the door open with like one finger <laughs> just kind of what's well, like, a pull door from your hey, direction no. but yeah you, <laughs> you hold the door for him and make your roll you have okay. advantage you are stealthed okay um this 
guess it's not a skill check. I can actually uh, teach her bonus 12. Uh, and I'm using, sorry, I'm using uh, the sharpshooter. Yep. Parcel. 17. All Not right. Great, but... Absolutely. So, um, although, hold on. Hold on one second. I mean, rules lawyer. Um, he is technically prone right now. So you'd be rolling with disadvantage normally, but you have advantage from being unseen. So it's a straight roll. So you get an 11. The arrow clips into the where his cloak was, but you didn't get a good look. His chainmail arm hid a breastplate underneath like his cloak hit a breastplate on his back so it ricochets off of the breastplate the back plate anyway whatever that's called uh and goes kind of putoying off down the hall just a little bit with your first shot um it you see it scrape along the hall it's about a 20 foot long hall there's a again another dim lantern down there and you can now both just make out here, let me get you in the room so you can kind of see. Um, you can, as the sound of this happens, you can see another guard at the far end of the, like in the corner, who's fully legitimately dozing, um, is just like, and uh, I'm going to give them a, a perception check with disadvantage, red being the dis. Oh, you guys are so lucky. <laughs> 17 or a two. So. They're kind of leaned and braced as the arrow clatters to the corner. Uh, and you can't actually see where it goes for a second. It kind of disappears in the corner right at their legs. They're kind of braced in the corner. You lucky, lucky people, you. All right. So uh, so when I see the arrow skip off, like, he's right there, right? I'm just going to step up and, like, you know, like put a dagger up through the back of his skull. Yep. Make your roll. With advantage this time. Double advantage. Can I... Is What's the cold shot rule? Like, can I just... Shot it to stab his friends down? Well, or let's see what happens. Is that a thing? I want to stabinate the stabinator. That's my dagger skill. Yeah. So... 23. That it's... And then the damage will be some more. Yes. And then... Lots of damage on sneak attacks now. The suspense is killing me. So 33 damage altogether. Right um, at the base of the skull, the dagger digs in and just finds brain stem. And if need be, I will do it again. He's dead. Okay. All right. Um, as they both look down the hall at this mildly dozing guard at the far end, um, Oh man, I'm just gonna if he's if he hasn't seen me, I'm just gonna sneak attack him then with the bow yep. and arrow. Go for it. 
This so, one is let's try, promising. Let's try this again. So with advantage, yeah. Yep. Uh, uh twenty-two. All right, that'll definitely hit. Roll for damage. Yeah. Roll for damage. Oh, yeah, that's one too. And the knees just kind of buckle with a little twitch and they go into the corner. Uh, let me just do a quick check. Okay, that's funny. Okay, into the corner and you can see the corner on the map, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's kind of a nook there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it kind of there's an indent as though part of the wall has been caved in at the far side there. And uh, the body kind of slumps into that a little bit very awkwardly um, and kind of twists in a way that, I don't know, it, they kind of nudge and flail a little bit and their kind of leg knocks up against the wall and kind of their ankles twisted in a weird way. Uh, the ankle is in the very top uh, of our, our map there in the corner it's, it's a weird twist to it. it as though it broke but you didn't hear the, the the bend of bone it was it was weird it's just not laying quite right that's what you get from that okay let's check in with the room shall we so um shoe you're standing next to uh actually is hilda with you is hilda with you are you guys I think she came through, yeah, definitely. I don't see any reason why she wouldn't have, but, you know, there's a lot of people. You, someone's going to migrate to the back of the group. It just happens, right? Fair enough. Um, all right. But, so, uh, yeah, I mean, shoot, I, I have a picture, up? right? Like, we all made these perception checks. I figure we're all kind of just, like, leaning up against a wall or, like, sitting on the edge of this ring and just, like, looking around, trying to, trying to keep our eyes open. But, I mean, unless anyone has something they want to do, I don't think we're probably doing a lot. Um, cool, cool. I mean, I asked about magic weapons and stuff that's about it but, um uh, there was a perception check oh and you already did do anything with that. Yeah. yeah yeah we did those guys absolutely uh hilda is kind of yeah, top of my toes. getting herself pumped up a little big girl kind of getting herself psyched the way she usually does just before battle um and graham the half orc and her are kind of hanging out and just kind of muttering to them telling a bit of the story uh i don't know if bella is there is bella there Is there anything you want to be doing? You can wait as instructed by Rook, or you can uh, strike out on your own and do your own thing. Sorry. I had sushi in my mouth. <laughs> um. I think that's canon. I think Izold is having a snack. So just put, lean into it. She is. She's having a little uh, rice and raw fish. But... Uh, yeah, Isold will, um, she's pretty much prepared, like, she has her bow up, and she's going to be really listening and watching for any danger. Sure thing. All right, at the moment, actually, you're kind of towards the side, and, 
I'm going to say that you, you were kind of leaned around towards the back or the front or where? I just kind of placed you there, but... Yeah. Um, and I just stayed where you put me, but... Okay. Um, you can I mean, hear quiet moaning and, like, weeping? Yeah, that's definitely somebody crying. Direction coming from the left archway door kind of hallway but it's it's at a distance uh, I'll make note of it but I'm not gonna do anything at this point I'll probably just kind of let Hilda know and go from and there. And Frizzle seems to be like, what? What is that? All right, here's another question for our um, for our wizards. Uh, if we needed to make a retreat, you can reactivate the circle, or what do you think? Since we're just sitting here. Balin? I'll have to take a look at it. Um... Would that be like an arcana check there, Todd? Um, okay. Be from before, you can tell that putting the right thing in this magic circle, in this trough, does activate some kind of magic mo mojo. You're just not sure whether it would be the newly inscribed runes or the old runes. Um, it, that's the best you can get. On that guess, unless either of you have teleportation circle prepped up or something similar, uh, this yeah. is a one-way trip. Well, no, it is obviously a two-way trip, um, but you're not entirely certain what activates it. Um, so, and definitely a spell like teleportation circle might be able to do it. So I was sure that, yeah, so... If one of us was skilled at teleportation magic, we could probably reactivate this thing. Fortunately, that's not one of my fortes. Um, but it does appear to be powered as well by uh, another substance. Um, I'm not sure if that will activate the old ring or the new one that's been drawn over top of it. Uh, but uh, I, I guess I've got a little sample of it. That, uh, that dried red stuff you said was running along the bottom. So I could uh, bring that to people's attention and say, if you see something like this, I would. My guess would be this is what powers it. Go I ahead. I mean, I figure it's you know, blood sacrifice and everything. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah, do you know what the old uh, runes do? If if, if sorry, go ahead. No, no, please. Yeah, Elias, unfortunately, if you want... not. It's uh, it's been too scribbled over, too drawn over. They're very faded at mm -hmm. this point. Eight hundred years old. Um, it would take tools I don't have access right now to uh, to figure that out. Elias, since you spotted it before, you're keeping half an eye. That statue blinked again. Cool. Um, I don't imagine enough time has passed to get the ritual detect magic off. Uh, it's, it's we're probably at the five minute mark, so another five. We'll definitely do it, but you're just quietly mutter. You said in the corner, right? So I'll move you back a bit. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. And uh, the Minotaur and Cranky, I'm going to assume, are just kind of hanging out together. Um, just getting ready. Getting pumped. All right. Uh, back uh, 
I think we've checked in with everybody. Let's go back around to Gordon and, and Steve. You are in the the murder hallway. What do you want to do? Uh, so, from my previous time here, do I know like anything in this hallway? Like, I, do I know if there, if it curves off? You you know that it goes down into the right. That's the you can see that from where you are. And when you were thinking of making good your escape, you got a little ways down. So you know that it basically it turns right, goes straight for a while, and then there's a couple of options. You could keep going straight at the end and then it hits some stairs. That was you almost got to the base of those stairs last time. But then then you turned around when you heard um, all the stuff and you snuck over to um, to back to the, the circle and saw the beholder and bamfed out. So you know that okay, it goes so down and to the right and there was another yeah. left going somewhere else. So it would go from where you are, straight, then right, then you're in a new hall, then it branches to the left or goes straight and straight is stairs. Okay, so I don't want it, the stairs to go out. We're trying to go in and find where the beholder is. Well, you didn't get that far. You just assumed maybe that leads back to Gex, um, Garrix's shop above, maybe. So I kind of just messaged this, relay this to, um, to Gex, and like we can either kind of continue checking out the tunnels here, or we could go to the prison and see about um that direction how many how many of these guys do you think we're likely to encounter going this way either way we're going to encounter dozens of them should we try to lure them out to where everyone is to fight them there only or, if we can't handle them i mean we Seem to be able to handle them. Sneak and stab, you know, kind of works pretty well. It will, it will for now. Just kind of sign this silently. Yeah, I'm assuming you guys are both going to be silently going a little forward. Um, sure enough, as you get to that corner, feel free to move your people if you want to. Just don't move more than like 30 at a time before checking in. Uh, so you're right in the corner near the body, hugging the corner. Yeah. Side, hugging the corner. Where it you can see at the far end of the hall it's a good long one it's probably about 60 feet maybe more 80 feet um there's a staircase going up there's a couple of torches illuminating along the way a couple there's like an alcove or two alcoves on the left on the left it's hard to tell and uh and it looks like it tees just before the stairs well let's uh let's keep going So I'm just gonna. I'm I'm wondering if we should like get the others to get the others to come to a point, wait, and then move them along little by little, so that we don't have to run all the way back to get them. Yeah. Well, I'll sign. I'll just say I, I'll, I'll go back and I'll just kind of go I mean, back here. Literally and call half the of the people thing. there understand thieves can't. Yeah. So so I while Gex is kind of like I say, just hold here. And I, I walk back to the main room and I say we took out two and I'll tell people we took out two guards. There are there's a more hall there's more hallways down in a T and stairs going down, stairs going up. And there's also the prisoner section and I just point across. And I whisper this lowly, like 
And then I ask, has anyone figured anything else out with the statue? I'm going to say you're about one minute away from Detect Magic being up there, Elias. Uh, Muttering in the corner. Yeah, he's just trying to like... Sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. I was was just going to say that he's just like... Eli's eyes are just like, his attention is like in five different places. So he's trying to like just take in all the information while trying to like ritual cast and also be like a half elf like ambush trap detector with his like ethereal sight. So just a lot going on for him. All right. I'm going to say do a, do a perception check for me. As it's like, you're almost there, the magic's flickering. It's like magical sight, ethereal sight. Oh, it's almost up. That's a nat one. That's the second nat one I've rolled today. Fun. Okay. Yeah, it's one of them days. So you're just like, as you said, just way split focused, unable to get any one thing going. Um, Meanwhile, hey, um... It's Gex. I'm sorry, but Gex. No, wrong person. Gex. You're gonna obviously do exactly as instructed and wait for it. Okay, so how far down the tunnel do you go without consulting him? Uh, just about mm, this far. Oh, not quite that far. (laughs) Okay. So here somewhere, it's snapping to a weird spot. So, as. Just for the audio listeners, you go pretty much to the end of the hall, um, except there isn't what you thought was an alcove at first is actually an entrance off to the left. And as you go through, you hear the sound of voices. And in particular, you pick up two voices, one of them muttering um, a really low, but the other one is uh, more um, clear spoken. Uh, the first voice uh, you can barely make out, but the clear spoken was, was, goes like this. Yes, you are progressing well. It will just take a little bit more. You must be patient. The others above will keep them busy, I'm sure. The other voice, the less clear one, I need you to do a perception check for me, Gex. You also see the back of another guard and then further into what looks to be some kind of circular chamber down a bit of a hallway there. Um, you see stone dioceses or perhaps perhaps those are ancient stone coffins. It's hard to tell. Um, but in the middle of that circular room, you can see a robed figure standing there in kind of mar- dark maroon robes. Um, and that's the person with the clear voice. But they're speaking to someone off to the corner that you can't quite see. Ooh, okay. 17? All right. So, w- it, when he hears that, he would actually stop, like... Oh, man, why is it... it I hate how it's snapping me, right? You gotta hold I alt. I'm, I know you're not going right around the corner. You're just going yeah, as far as you, you can just yeah, see yeah. them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm gonna assume that most of the time. It's approximate. Uh, so... For 17, you do manage to not only pick out the quieter voice, you recognize it. 
I must not be disturbed while I am remaking. It shall be done. But please, do not be long. Katharan has asked for all hands on deck. The hissing, angry, guttural voice. You remember the fight with the Beholder in the dark, in the in the canyon, in the mountain pass there, and he brought the Beholder brought friends. One of their friends was a Naga, large snake-like creature with a humanoid upper body, um, magical, terrible snake being highly magical. You killed it. But that is decidedly it. Hmm. Just for fun. Who haven't we picked on today? Um, who wants to volunteer to roll a d6? Don't all jump at once. Give me a sec. You're not picking on people if you don't pick them. Yeah. It's your job there, Todd. Okay. Uh, let's go. You know what? Not one boy. Let's go for some redemption. <laughs> Brandon, I go ahead Matt, and roll. I think Matt rolled it already. Oh, Matt. Matt, what did you roll? No, I just... I Roll 20's been uh, crashing on my computer, and I'm not oh, no. sure how to roll a dice that's not just clicking on my skill button with Beyond, so well, I just, just gotta get that on my other computer here. I was in the kitchen. All right. Okay. I guess I could roll it, but I want him to. I want Here, y'all I'm doing to... it right now. Here we go. Oh, perfect. So let's roll 1d6. Area four. All right. Okay. Thank you. That things shift. You sense the world shifting a little. Out comes that could have been or might yet still be. Okay. That's what you get, Gex. Uh, there's definitely a Naga in that room and two people. All right. Uh, back with the rest. What's up? Can I ask a question? Because I can't remember. It was like three games ago that we started, like before we went to Shadowrun. So when we were fighting the Beholder, um, did I brand him with my castigation? I think you did, actually. I think you did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you had, you at the beginning of that fight, you only had eyes for Hudrick, but I think you did throw some arrows at the I Beholder as well. thought so. Let's okay. say yes. That would definitely have changed a little bit of maybe what we would have done. Um, I know where he is. Well, haven't you used it since? Or does it not like, replace so. itself? You didn't use it in the last fight? No, once I brand something until it's dead, it's on it. Oh, really? You can't, yeah. like, overwrite it with, like, a... Okay. I mean, I don't I know the ability. Don't I can't... I believe I can't. so. I have no choice but to take your word for it. Not I don't really. know. Cool. Hmm. If it's, like, a hunter's mark, right, you'd, you'd overwrite it, right? It yeah. Like... But so. I'm but trying to think... it has what to did... die. 
You fought Garrick and the um, Tabaxi and everybody last fight. I don't know if you did Brand of Castigation. I don't think I did. She did not. All right. Okay. So I will say it is still active. I'm going to get you. Um, actually, you just know where they are within a certain range, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, All right. no range. It's just as long as they're on the same plane as me. I know where they are. Um, yeah, it just says uh, you always know the direction of the branded to the branded creature as long as it's on the same plane as you. Perhaps it's the quiet and the weeping that kind of triggers it for you in the echoey hall. It's hard to pinpoint for a few seconds and then all of a sudden you can sense it down the hallway where Rook is standing uh, and Gex went down. It's down that way, kind of straight angle, almost due north east from your exact current. Like if you were to say point at an arrow directly at it, it would be almost in line exactly with where Rook is currently standing. If you were to draw a line between you and Rook, it's kind of in that direction. Does it tell you how far or just a direction? Uh, it just says, I know the direction. Okay. Of the so you know creature. it is definitely in that direction. And so, down a little? Yeah. Yeah. And down a little bit. It would be like at Rook's toes. Wait, is it Rook? Would I do that again? No. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I, I think Gordon, Gordon would quit right there. Right there. Um, That's cool. I will wait till Rook comes closer, and then I will let him know uh, where it is. You're, yeah, you can you can speak across the room without too much trouble. Uh, I'd rather wait till he's closer to me, because, yeah, I don't want them to hear us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But nice try, Todd. I'm I'm actually right by the door, so I I kind of whispered to everyone. Are are you motioning me to, to come to you, or are you going I, to me? Because yeah, I, I would. You're right here. <laughs> this is you, right? Yeah, yeah I'm it. right by the door because because Gex is on the other side, and I told him to wait, <clears throat> but I wanted to kind of give everyone else the heads up of what 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 we've done and maybe what we should be doing. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, yeah, the, the map's off here. Uh, I will come up to him and very, very quietly tell him, uh, what I know. And, and, okay, so then I'll be like, that's really great. So then we're going in the right direction. You should, you should keep pointing us in that direction and we should all start moving and then me and Gex can kind of just be a little bit ahead and scout out for any traps. All right. Aye, aye, Captain. So what's the marching so order think... as you come through? I'm assuming you're leaving a good gap between the the stealthy ones and the less stealthy ones. Although a lot of you are stealthy. I'm stealthy. Yeah. 
I think anyone that can stealth would be a, would be kind of a bit of a head of the others, like maybe 30 to 50 feet ahead. Okay. In these tight quarters, probably 20 feet 30. is about, if you yeah. want to stay line of sight, it's probably, so probably 20, 20 feet. 30, yeah. So okay. Miss Frizzle will be in the backpack. Backpack? Um, yeah. With, with the minotaur? as stealthy as a rock. Yep. Uh, Isold would be toward the front. Okay. There. And I think Talithar would be in the middle. Alright, where is Talithar? Oh, there he is. Kind of just a little bit behind Isold there. Balin, where you want to be? Uh, somewhere near the back, most likely. You'll be in um, Team C, as it were? Yeah, where, where you got me there is perfect. Okay. Uh, who's running Jalen? Me. Where do you want Jalen? Uh, Jalen's probably going to keep close to Eli. And once, I'm assuming at this point, Detect Magic is It is off, up now. Maybe. Absolutely. Okay, cool. So he's going to try and stay, like, somewhere between the groups because he wants to be able to see, like, if there's any magical traps that... Okay. Um, I'm going to say you're kind of near team, kind of team B in the middle. Yeah. Also, okay. he's near Talithar. not touching the ground. Yeah. yeah. All right. All oh, right. You got your levitation boots. All right. Uh, where does Shu want to be? So Shu's a uh, sort of ranged combatant, but also relatively stealthy. So probably kind of midland, so they could shoot to either end, no matter which way we get attacked from. Sure. That makes Let's sense. Let's put you just near yeah. Talithar there, but maybe a bit ahead. Cool. And where does Cranky want to be? Um, kind of second or third, like pretty pretty close to the front of the group, if not right. right at the front. Okay, right up there with Isold and uh, Asterion, the Minotaur. First herb up at the front again. Okay. She learned nothing from last time. <laughs> <laughs> Just like basically competing with Cranky to be this the first of the big group in. Uh, and yeah, Graham. If anything from last time, it is that he cannot die. So, <laughs> <laughs> and Graham is going to be uh, fairly close to Hilda at the back there. All right, we got our A is our scouty boys. B is our kind of middle clump, and C is our team plate mail at the back there. That's the way it should be. All right. Um, C for caboose. There you go. C for caboose. I like. Uh, okay, um, by the way, Elias, as you're kind of n getting into order there, you take a better look at that statue, and you can see it is indeed magical. And there, you can, now that you're a little bit closer too, plus your dual layers of ethereal and detect magic, you see a small alcove behind. And piled on the floor, you see a stone statue of a bone snake oh wait it just moved again and its head comes up and looks out through the statue's eyes and just it's almost identical to the snake thing that is there you see a bone nega watching yeah I'm gonna tell everybody <laughs> Uh, 
What? What do you? What do you mean? It's you look immediately to your left. It's like twenty, not even twenty feet away from Shu. You just look at this stone statue. Everyone else just sees a stone statue of like a snake type god or some something. Okay. Um, so yeah, there's there's. Remember that? Oh, you weren't there. But I'm gonna tell. I guess Isol. Well, it looks like a naga. Like yeah, I understand that. But there's like a cave behind there, and there's also like the rest of the body of the naga, and it's looking right at us. We gotta take out that naga. This is what Talithar says. All right. It seems to be behind. You think it's important. Gex disappeared. That's weird. No, I got it. I found it. Okay. Um, uh, I think, like, what you'll say is that uh, Talva's like, Balin, can you, like, sh- get rid of that statue quickly? Uh, yes, I can. Uh, give me just a sec here. I almost always have some kind of stone spell ready to go, so. Let's see what do I got on me right now? See, I should be able to use shape stone or transmute rock to get mm-hmm, rid of mm-hmm. right? Uh, yeah, yeah you so can I totally do that. Add it to mud, or I could just like, uh, like move it. Whatever you want to do. Any preferences here? Uh, I feel, I feel as a, a guy, I appreciate history. I'm not ready to just totally turn it to mud. Um. <laughs> How big is the statue? It's medium size, right? Uh, yeah, it's a large, actually, pretty large statue. Um, oh, Steve, large. just okay. so you know, you should be able to move Crank, but I don't know. Maybe it's a bit borked. Well, well we're um, I can control a stone object, medium size or smaller. Uh. Five feet by five feet. You could do a portion of the statue. So I don't really want to destroy it or reshape it. I just kind of want to get it to, you know, move where it is, you know. I don't think the statue itself's the problem. Uh, Since we're, like, acting upon information that have been gleaned from other sources, um, can I make some kind of knowledge check... Um, I assume she has heard of Naga in general. They're a ranger who specializes in monstrosities and aberrations. It's a lot of it's overlapping right interests there. Sea yeah. serpents, that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, the idea of it having something to do with this statue, like, she just thought that was a statue of a Naga, right? Mm-hmm. The idea is, like, there's a Naga in the statue of the Naga. Like, that's where they're racking their brain for. Like, is there anything that's specifically related to that? Absolutely. Sorry, Go ahead and say, make your roll. When you say there's a nugget behind the statue, uh, for some reason I had a vision of like there's a room behind it, but no, I, I get what you mean now. It's it's trapped in the stone statue like I found her. So I guess turning it to mud would be the move, right? I mean, it would actually... I, I mean, you, you can't see it with your eyes. Uh, I just but, thought that of it. No. But you would say, uh, Elias, that... It does look like a little bit of an alcove in there. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to burn that fifth level spell. It's it's fine. Oh, we're getting all the ones out early. 
Get him out. Well, I was rolling with advantage because oh, it's related right. to my. Um... It's related to your. Okay. Well, you're I still think I get the that. Maybe I don't get that. Maybe that's only for tracking. No. no yeah, you're yeah, a monster no, hunter. For, for knowledge-related checks yeah, yeah, yeah. to your um, favorite yeah, enemy. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, so that know... would be a twenty-four unless I get to apply my um, natural like um, favored terrain, which you already I mean... said previously probably not, but it's a well, different situation. Well, here's the thing so about Nagas. But it's twenty-four. Not... Like I'm not that concerned. 24, but you know what? Add it, because it's cool. High numbers are fun. Okay, that's 28. 28. There's proficiency again, yeah. All right. You know the following. Nagas, and this is a straight read, uh, Nagas are intelligent <laughs> serpents that inhabit the ruins of the past, amassing arcane treasures and knowledge. The first Nagas were created as immortal guardians. Long, long ago lost to history. When their creators died out, the Naga de deemed themselves the rightful inheritors of their master's treasures and magical lore. They are driven, and they occasionally venture from their lairs to track down items, sp rare spellbooks, or for other purposes. Naga never feel the ravages of time or succumb to sickness. Even if struck down, a Naga's immortal spirit reforms in a new body in a matter of days ready to continue its eternal work. They're guardians so, do I know of something about much, the rock specifically, much like the statue? Uh, I would say the, the arrangement of it, you get the impression. It's not that you can tell, but you, you like read the words, but you can tell its meaning. Here to watch and guard. And at the base of the statue, you can see that the serpent is coiled around something small. Like a little like a little diamond or something. Yeah. Balin. Just a little like type creature like that. In Look, this statue, I know that you're uh dealing with these sort Sorry, what was that, Balin? I, I didn't mean to talk over you. So I can't exactly transmute it because this is magical, right? And I cannot transmute enchanted stone. But I should be able to use shape stone on it. I could probably, you know, uncoil that tail, make a little hole there, get to whatever it's holding on to. So she's going to say to you, like, as as you get asked to, um, you know, deal with the statue, um, I think she's going to say, don't mess with it. Look, Rook, I see that uh, it's a lot of nasties around, but this one, this one's just guarding. If we don't disturb it, it's not going to come after us. It's protecting something. Let's just go the other way. Uh, you're not talking to Rook. Rook is already yeah, off you, of you guys. Did, did Talithar say to do that it? That was then? Talithar. No. Oh, okay. Sorry. I I I, th I thought I thought Rook said that because you came back to get us, right? Yeah. You, Rook, Rook you is weren't doing gone your Talithar accent. Okay. Okay. Fine. Yep. I yeah. tell Talithar that then. Yeah. Sure. Either way. All right. So, um, what do you want to do? Sorry. Um, Talithar ponders like the Nagas are working for Beholder. Okay, I'm gonna... Shape stone 
away. You know, I would, I would I imagine like they had a problem with us. They probably uh, would have done something before now. Do as you will. Whatever is protecting, I'd imagine it's better if we have it than with the Naga having it, given, as as Talathar says, the, the Nagas are clearly working with the Beholder. Ah, right, of course. They're, if they're charged and protected, it's probably very important to the Beholder. I, I, I think we'd like to have it. Throw a blanket over it. Blind it. <laughs> Story is I understand though, you, you uh, are interested in all the relics of the past, but that's not what we're here for. Either way, do as you wish. Guys, I don't know why we're still talking. Like, there's a servant of the Beholder spying on us, and it's going to get away and inform the Beholder. Are you going to get rid of that stone so we can kill it, or are we going to just keep talking? Well, that's, that's not how much I'm I'm not about to do anything until y'all agree. So if that's the move. Let's do the move. I cast uh, shape stone and I uh, I make a hole in the statue. Two things happen as you go to cast the spell. Mark it off. Um, yeah. the statue itself barely shifts. The base of it and the sides begin to melt away long before the statue does, and as and so it creates these little gaps around it and the statue will go ahead and roll an arcana check for me. We'll see how effective your shape stone uh, or your spell is against it. <laughs> Not 20. Nice. So that's 30 in total. So you're just you feel a slight resistance from this ancient worked stone and then you just press through and just own this. And just, what do you want to do with this? You can change it. You can move it as it is. Where you work perfectly. How do you want to get this out of the way? Well, I can do up to a like a, a volume of five feet by five feet, right? So I figure maybe I just want to like cut it in half down the middle, mm -hmm. and then open up a little pocket around the tail there where it's coiled around the thing. So kind of sure. like uh, yeah, cut it in half and then open up a little hole at the bottom so we can get whatever that gem or jewel is that it's holding. With a slight shudder, the whole thing begins to seamlessly, almost like moving water, just pour out of the way without ruining its shape, just around the edges. And you make a gap, and you can see a small chamber in behind. Now it's not on the map, so I'm going to have to... But you can now all see this small chamber. It's only about maybe eight by eight stretching in the alcove behind um, this bit, uh, this uh, little critter. And you can see uh, in the dim light this stone, the bone naga beginning to rouse. Its head was already up, but now its tail begins to uncoil and uh, as it begins to move forward. And, uh, and its head pops up and takes you all in and it looks at you with this angry sort of humanoid face uh, the bones clicking uh, and slapping of his jaw and where it would have had a, a tongue it would have been coming out but it doesn't anymore because that's all rotten away instead you see this face look at you and then look right 
and then left. And there's this strange hissing gurgle sound that's coming from its mostly its undead nature. And it it appears wait, does it speak languages? It does speak languages. So it's why have you disturbed my watch? This one's all you. I'm not taking this. You're welcome. You can all see, everyone you can all see it. You can attack it. it if you want to. You can talk um, whatever you so, want. So what Talithar, since it hasn't immediately attacked, Talithar will say, We sensed you and thought you were either imprisoned or spying on us. You mean nothing to me. I await that much greater. Do you work for the one called uh, Zafara? If that's the name of the beholder. Uh, Catherine? Yeah. Its head kind of tilts sideways a little bit. Doesn't seem to respond to the name. I serve one and only one. And I await his return. And are you at liberty at saying who that is? Go ahead and roll persuasion. Okay. Because uh, everybody's like got their weapons all ready to Yeah, we're like uh persuasion. Wait for been many who've sought and a long time but he will come again Lord Devra Irek and he says that last one in a different language it's not common um, what languages do you speak? we all hearing this? yeah <laughs> Draconic, Orc, Dwarven, Common, Elven. Undercommon and Deep Speech. I mean, with a group this big, somebody's gonna know. Um, it's gonna happen. <laughs> Alright, one sec. One second. That sounds like a specific name, so I might just know it. I mean, a lot of us could just know it but as a name. What language is it? Yeah, I'm looking that up right now. Just tell us what language it is and we'll not lie to you about whether we know it. <laughs> <laughs> tell me what lie I'm going to tell. Like so it's only either Abyssal or Celestial. I'm going to need someone who knows both Draconic and Abyssal. Cool. Or Draconic and um, what's the other one? Not Abyssal. Infernal. Celestial. Either one of those. Oh, sure. Yeah. Infernal or Abyssal plus Draconic. Not I. Not me. 
Because it's yeah, real, taken a missile. real Didn't old. Think of it. It's older than this building. Yeah. Uh, if you have any of those languages, I'm going to get you to do an intelligence check to kind of like figure out the root. No, the root of the Latin word is this. You know what I mean? Thank you, linguistics. Well, were they saying uh, name or were they saying like words? It, if it's a name, that would transcend probably, right? Alpha got a nineteen. That's nine, it. Nineteen. All right. Eli got a twenty. Cranky Bear got a nat twenty. Nice going, Cranky Bear. What's what skill is he using to understand this perception? Intelligence and what languages of those three did Cranky Bear understand? Oh, he knows Draconic. Draconic. All right. Yeah. What about Elias? Draconic. Okay. So it's an old, old version of Draconic, which really says something. Um, it's been changed yeah. and it's merged with other things as well. Some other kind of, but you get, you get this much. It's a name and a title. It's, I'm going to actually tell you after the break. Cool. All right. So we're going to take a quick little break right now because, hey, it's that time. Uh, before we do, though, I do want to check in with our, our stealthy boys. Um, so stealthy boys. Meanwhile, Gex, what are you doing? You're down the hall. You see the Naga, um, or at least you hear it around the corner. Yeah. Um, the one that has been reforming. Um, you see two guards. You see the stairs. Well, so when Rook comes back through the into the hallway, I will sign to him yeah. that Naga that we thought that we killed is around the corner. Kill it again. <laughs> what do you say? We'll kill it. Well, we will kill it again. Like, yeah, it's worth killing once. It's worth killing twice, I guess. Yeah. All right, they both draw their blades and get ready to do. Do you want to just charge in there? Or are you going to get some some crew? We're going to get some crew, but all right, all right. We're well, get... we'll come back to that after a quick break. Uh, so don't forget. Uh, what do you need? What do you need? Ten minutes? I never get breaks. I'm so sorry. I've skipped breaks the last few times, so I'm doing it this time. Okay. Ten minutes. Five. Ten's plenty. All right, ten. We'll be back in ten minutes. See you in a few minutes. There, interweaves. I think this turns on the things. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. So, you're all standing there, and who was it that was helming the, like... Oh, it was Cranky and Elias. And you're both listening to this strange, weird clicking, strange... That's double strange. It's, like, in there on purpose. Um, bone Naga. Ancient. Half of its bones are hot, like... It's this thing has been here forever, judging by the dust. And um, it's just it's hissing at you and speaking in this strange form of draconic just at the very end. The rest has been common. But this strange thing in draconic, it comes out. The translation would be. We await the darker oracle 
To which I can only imagine Cranky would say it out loud as soon as. <laughs> nope, he doesn't. No? Okay. Not that kind of bear. Okay. Eli's going to tell Talithar since this is like his realm. <laughs> Talithar's going to be like, uh. So maybe not. Maybe it's not. He's just kind of slowly, like, sizing it up. Checking to see if it's actually, like, a servant of... You can go ahead and do an insight check for me. Sure. We can come back and get it later if we're still alive. Insight plus five. Do you speak Draconic? He does. Or Shu, not Talithar. Oh. Uh, she also does, yeah. Okay. I feel like so, a lot of people pick it up in this setting. Yeah, I'm gonna say, do a history check for me. So Talithar with is advantage because you're a monster hunter. Okay. Anybody Pause. can roll history if you want, actually. Ooh. Hard. Yep. Does. Cranky get the sense that um, the person or being that this Naga is referring to uh, is something he should be afraid of, or the group should be afraid of. Go ahead and roll an insight check, Cranky. I'm just curious how this goes. Uh, what was your earlier one. insight? One? Yeah. Amazing. Cranky's just like, what? It's all good. Okay, so what? He, so he he was thinking of killing it, but instead he's just gonna go up and throw his um his bedroll over top of its eye, so it can't see anything. <laughs> it kind of scurries back into its little hole, and you can kind of it, cover oh, up the it's hole. It's still immovable in the stone. No, yep. no, it's oh, it's no. like a gap in the stone, and this creature started to, like, its face started to emerge, and it took you in and spoke with you, and it's just kind of in there, in the little gap that the Balin made in the stone. And when it whispers um, this thing, and it says the darker oracle, there's this weird, like, uh, anybody who's got a passive insight over, over 14? Which is, anybody? Eli. Oh, yeah. I do. Cranky does, too. Okay. Um, Except Cranky did roll a nat one, so Cranky doesn't get any of it. There's this sense of weight when it is referred to that title or name or whatever it was that it was saying. But it awaits. Okay, well, he's he's still going to throw the bedroll over it and then go down and turn around and go down the hallway. Yeah. And as you, it literally retreats back into its hole and just coils up there, and Cranky can just put the blanket over. Do an animal handling check for me, Cranky, just for fun. Oh, animal handling? He actually has animal, uh, something special to do with animals. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. He's got, uh,. Beast sense. I can speak with animals. It's not technically a beast. It is technically what is it considered? I don't even know. Monster undead. creature. 
It is an undead creature. Right, that makes sense because it's specifically a bone naga. But naga naga, are generally monstrosities. Yeah, so 17 this time. All right. It doesn't seem to respond negatively. It just coils back up and just... Every once in a while, its head looks out. Strangely humanoid-looking bone structure on its face. But other than that, it just kind of looks... And you drape the the bedroll over it, and it it kind of flicks its head so the bedroll goes to the side, stops obscuring its vision, and it just lets it fall where it is. And it just sits there, waiting and watching. Aldo just kind of sighs and just shrugs at the others. Okay, let's go. Yeah. What did I hit? Oh, okay. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if my thing is making noise. All right, let's move on. Okay, Uh, right about now, Rook and Gex come back and share some news. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah, like... Okay, so like the Naga we fought, like you guys fought, um, it's reforming. And so Talithar is going to be like, oh, I thought I killed it. And Rook will be like, well, it's growing back. And its name is Zephral. And it's just around the corner. Okay. So let's just not hesitate and go kill it. How's about that? All right. So it's a relatively small chamber. So you're going to have to be in like groups of, let's say, uh, clumps. So I'm going to take your earlier marching order, unless anybody wants to pipe up now. And uh, you post up outside that little door. Um, Can I get perception checks all around as you all enter this hallway now uh, and kind of clumping together? Sure. 13 for me. And are I'm assuming people want to be stealthy? Yeah. yeah. But go ahead and roll stealth checks, everybody. Those of you mm-hmm. with the disadvantage, go ahead and roll that with disadvantage. Oh, this is lagging big time. Oh, Izzle. That yeah, hurts. there's something about this map. It's like weirdly it's not optimized yet. Oh, sorry. So I rolled a 17 at first, and then my disadvantage, I got a 4. Oh. Clang, clang, clang. Clang, clang, clang with the dwarfy. All right. Uh, Izzle got the nat 1. So she comes around the corner and is being super stealthy. And where did she end up? Um, okay, I'm going to say she... I'm going to flip this. Uh, she ends up tripping over the the arrow that had scattered around the corner. And uh, it's, not only it snaps, but it goes skittering away. Um, I'm going to need perception checks from people as well. Oh, that was a nat one perception. I'm sorry. Yeah, you have your perception first, yeah. Yeah, yeah those are all perceptions, not stealths. Okay, uh, good to know. Hmm. Does Eli get maybe an advantage for not walking on the ground? He's making less noise? I no, mine was a stealth. Oh, But I got okay. the nat one on. Uh, it was. Okay. My oh, perception was... was an 18. Okay. Mm-hmm. Izzled 
I'm going to say you're so busy being distracted as you go around the corner. You're kind of shocked. Nobody else picked it up. You're, you're looking towards Talithar leading the way and uh, and and you kind of let him go past you around the corner and you lock eyes and you see the weird crumple of the of the guard in the corner and their foot is in the corner and the toe has disappeared into the stone and then you look again you're like wait no it's there's a little crack in this top right corner and its foot has fallen through a little little gap in the rocks Isold noticed that okay I will let uh, people know that oh and Isold if there was an arrow pointing towards the big bad it is that way. <laughs> Which way? I can't it is see on the in map. The, dire- the reason you you look, you can't see the map at all? Uh, yeah, I can now. Oh, okay. I had to move it over oh, I a see. bit. Um, so it is directly in the direction of that corner where the foot is disappearing into it. In that top right corner of that hallway. Uh, Secret door. Top left. Mm-hmm. You have found a secret door. Or at least the oh hint my. of one. Okay. Gex. I uh, found his foot in the secret door. Yeah. You notice it. Everybody else seems to have. Anybody else get higher than that, or is that. Uh, I also got an 18. Oh. Uh, she beat you by one there, so I'm going to say. Sorry, no. what, what are you talking about? Stealth anybody, or perception? Anybody else get perception of 19? Or, of 19? Or higher? Uh, yeah, I got 26. On stealth or perception? Uh, let's see, hold on yeah. a second. I rolled a 26 for perception. Uh, sorry, 26 for stealth. Sorry. Yeah. And... Oh, I see. Frizzle got the nice. Oh, I got 26 for perception. Sorry. I did roll. Rogues. Uh, uh, yeah, Expertise. absolutely. So, <laughs> yeah, totally. Isild spots at first, just because that's fun, but then the rest of you see her staring in the corner and, like, notice that she's looking at something, and you notice that the, the ground is a bit bizarre there. And uh, you have managed to spot yourselves a door. That's more like it. Do we even have to deal with the Naga? <laughs> Suppose either way it's going to come after us, huh? All right, so anyone, what's everybody want to do? Should I roll a hit on that uh, door you found? Go for it. It's a twenty-three. All right, you quickly figure out the the workings, and you're like, "Oh, I see. You just press this stone, and it'll open up." You press it. I would tell the party first. I think I know how to open this thing up. I found the lever. Uh, any everybody ready to go through? You want me to uh, trigger this sucker? I think Gex is waiting for us somewhere else, right? Down the hall. I'm gonna yeah. Gex I'm is gonna geared message up. Gex and Ruck with the cantrip and give them a rundown. Okay, so then 
I guess we're holding off. <laughs> Go through the All right. door. I'm going to assume Balin's ready to open it. So go ahead. I'm so yeah, I wait for, uh, for Gex and Rook to get back here, oh. I guess, if they're coming. And then, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll hit the button. All right. Dexterity saving throw, please. Here. <laughs> Three. All right. I need you to do a. Uh, wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You take four points of piercing damage as you press in the stone, and then the edges where it retreats into as you kind of slide it to the side are surprisingly razor sharp, and they cut your. Uh, like, cut part of your exposed wrist there. Um, you take four points of. Um, piercing damage, but you also need to do a constitution saving throw, uh, and I'm going to say you're doing it with advantage because you're a dwarfy, uh, because it's poison. Mm -hmm. uh, do, do, do. So that'd be a 17 then. Uh, one second. I just have to figure out what it's. Uh, seventeen passes. Okay, so you're gonna take half of this. Uh, that is. Uh, fifteen. Sorry. Wait. Hold on. I can do math. <laughs> and three, twelve. Yeah, fourteen points of poison damage, but halved for you. So seven, as this. Bl uh, hidden sharp edge cuts you and poisons you as the door <laughs> revealing a staircase leading down it's descending it is rough steps not worked like the rest uh, quite old um, jagged corners um, pressed thick with like scrapes and maybe slime or something and Izzled you have a direct arrow pointing down into the dark uh, ahead where the creature you marked earlier is in that area and not that far away. All right. I, uh, I, I will let everybody history. know. Rolled another history check with a 27. Would uh, Is this area older than the stuff oh, I yes. found earlier? About the same age? It was 800 about where you were. Uh, maybe a thousand down below is getting older. Probably probably okay. several centuries before like another 400 years back I think like uh, Gex and Rook will actually like let maintain formation so we'll we'll scout out ahead check for traps be stealthy with her rules down the yeah that's fair I'll assume yeah. team A so, like, is still team A go ahead and move team A is going to just start repositioning to go first and like stealthily and quietly going down the stairs checking for traps checking for enemies being really quiet. Check, please. I'll keep the earlier stealth checks of oh my god. <laughs> uh, sorry, you, you want to see... I would like you... to remove mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll say, we'll know. deal with Team A to begin with. Uh, Alright, Team A, how do investigation go? Are we just ignoring the Naga? Is that what we decided? Yeah, we covered it up. No, no the, other... the other Naga. Which other yeah, like, get? we were called back, and we were told, like... Oh, that one. Izzold said the Beholder's down here, so I'm assuming we're... 
Okay. I figured we'd just go kill the Naga first and then go kill the Beholder. You can if you want to. Like, I was standing there waiting to go in and kill, and then everyone's just now... Yeah, yeah everyone just called us back, so... No, this is this is why, like, nothing happens with big groups, because it's impossible to get consensus, right? You gotta just go. I'm fine uh, with the actually, Naga. I'm, I'm gonna say... Rex has been sitting there waiting for you guys to come. He's If you guys aren't coming, he's going in. Okay, Bear, go ahead. Thank you, Bear just walked over to him because that's okay. where yep. everyone was going. Nope, that's... So they're going in. You guys yep. can come whether you want to or not. That's fine. So just Cranky and Gex. Rook, you're already up top. No, uh, no, like I'm not going to reposition. You're, you're moving Gex that way. You're moving that way. Gex is just like, <sighs> as Rook is kind of Kevin's conversation. Gex, go ahead. Roll initiative. Actually, let's get right, everybody no roll initiative. It's, um... Pincer Strike. Who's coming this way? Are we all rolling? Yeah, go for it. Make your rolls, just so I can keep a rough idea. Or I can keep it in circle formation, if right. you prefer. Ooh, shoo, that hurts. With a four. Uh, they're kind of they're kind of laid back right now. Nothing's happened yet. <laughs> they're not worried. Uh, Eli, Casual. who rolled the other four? <laughs> or was it Jalen? Uh, Eli's 15. Jalen is seven. Okay. I also seven. Rook has a 21. Talithar, 14. Asterion. You sold 20, 21. Asterion is also 7, did you say? Balin's got a 7. I can I can roll one oh, for him, too. Okay, Balin. I, I'm just to keep things organized. Let's have the two. Well, no, that's fine. We won't go at the same time. Uh, so Balin got 7. Who got uh, above 7? <laughs> 7 to 10. Asterion's got a 16. Okay. Okay. Um... What did Jalen get? Uh, seven. Seven. Oh, that was Jalen also seven. Okay. Okay. And Frizzle? Uh, Frizzle got an 18. Mm-hmm. The Frizz? And Isold got a 21. Isold. All right. Uh, Gex, what did you get? You'll be going first because you can't this off. Gex got a 19, Crank got a 13. Okay. Gex, 19, Crank, 13. Okay. Uh, Talithar? Uh, 14. 14. You're going to make me rewrite these. Crank, uh, Talithar, okay, 14. Okay. And am I missing anybody? Uh, Rook, 21. Rook, 21 as well. Okay, so... Um, the Rook and Isold were busy kind of pointing out and conversing, so that's why you just, you know, miss it, but, you know, we're starting with Gex. So, Gex, what you doing? There's a guard right there carrying a spear. Their back is towards you. There's kind of a robed guy within line of sight straight across in that circular room, uh, and there's something around the corner uh, that is probably the Naga. What do you want to do? Uh, he's going to try to... Stealthily move over to this guard 
Uh, grab him around the neck and stab him. All right. I'm going to take your earlier stealth of 30, so you can definitely do that. Go ahead and make your attack roll with advantage. He's going to, yeah, essentially rinse and repeat what he did going through the door. Mm-hmm. Attack roll is... Uh, uh, where's the same as that added up to? Attack roll comes out at an 18. I believe that hits, yeah. Damage of... Oh, yeah, that so hits. Am I getting a sneak attack on this guy? Yes, I better. You are. 30. Well, 12 plus. Uh, so, uh, 31 altogether. You just execute that guy. Uh, the bullet, the spear kind of to the ground as he as he's dead in your arms. All right, that's, that's your turn. Yeah. Uh, unless you've got a bonus you want to do. Um. Yeah, he can bonus hide. Um, so at this point, there's not unless you want to head back and use your movement to get back out of here. Um, you can now see that this is a circular room filled with sarcophagi, uh, upon which a few of them kind of in the cor- corner to the right or the south end there. You see the naga. This is the spirit naga. It is half formed. And what I mean is like you see it is basically missing sections of scales and even flesh. Um, it is only partly formed. Uh, and there's bones sticking out that you can see. It's almost like it's bleeding in reverse. Uh, so things are slowly flowing into it from like parts beyond and the ethereal. Um, but it is its body is only half formed. Then there's the robed one in the middle of the room. Uh, right, so if you want to hide, you're going to have to leave the room or... Maybe try to hide behind one of the sarcophagi, but they they all see you. This dude just died uh, and clambered to the ground. Um, So you can leave the room and try to hide in the corner, like back in the hall if you want. Well, it's such a short distance. Like, yeah, he'll legit come right back there, right around the corner. Nice. So stab, death, retreat. Okay, uh, coming up next. Um, I can't read my own writing. Who the hell is that? Oh, the frizz. The frizz. What do you want to do? No. You're way at the very back. Uh, she shouldn't be next. I know. She's... Isn't she? I thought she was next. No. She was 18. Yeah. And It'll she wouldn't go more. after... Or she wouldn't go before Isold. That's fair. Okay. Um. So Rook and Isold was 21. Yeah. Yeah. The way I was kind of thinking of it is they're kind of having their conversation. They're like, all right, we'll go to team A. We'll go for what? <laughs> so you hear the clatter and the gasp from down the hall. Uh, Isold and Rook, what do you want to do? Well, if I hear that Gex started the fight, I think we, I don't know what Isold's yeah. doing, but Rook would go. Yeah. I don't know who goes first. Between uh, us, but... Who has a higher Dex? Um, probably you. All right. Rook is first. Okay, Rook. Uh, Rook was talking to Isolde and notices Gex uh, make an attack. He's going to go. Over, he's going to uh, move over, and he's going to. 
<clears throat> take a shot at um from that edge of the door like in just entering the hallway there you can see a robed figure in the hall but you can't really yeah. see much else can i see the naga unfortunately it's kind of tucked in around the corner it's got yeah i mean technically it is like right up on the circle you might be able to make out just a tiny little corner of it but it's really hard to tell you know it's there but you don't really have a great line of sight it would have a lot of oh. cover like a lot like three quarters cover like it's it would be even kind of worse than that but yeah i forget what the rule is for three quarters cover i, I know darcy's he's smiling. trying to gotcha you. <laughs> he's, he's <laughs> trying to gotcha you. sharpshooter can cover <laughs> unless it, unless it's full cover oh well, that's fair all right trying to get you on a technicality I mean, you could try and <laughs> peg its side if you want to or you can go after the robe guy uh i i think uh I think, like, because, like, the the, uh, the clearer shot will be the rope guy. So he's going to go for the rope guy. And, and just Actually, you know what? Doesn't he hate the Naga? I mean, like, I think I these are one I think of the I things that legit tortured you. And Yeah, he legit tortured me, right? You, you no, he's back. killing that Naga. He's shooting you flash back to this Naga. You were on an altar somewhere else in this chamber, uh, and it was trying to force those crystals into your forehead and get it to take each time it would shatter against it, but not before it started to cut your forehead or maybe one time they even fractured your skull and drove it in, but it just killed you. And then you woke up later. 18 to hit. Um, yeah, I guess it does ignore cover. So sure. Uh, okay. Uh, as much as I'm joking, I think this is the correct situation to use. Like, that is what sharpshooters for, right? Like, this, yeah, is, yeah. this feels appropriate. See a tiny corner, take to, your shot. Yeah, and it's enough to uh, do a thing. Make thirty-eight. Sense. Ooh, thirty-eight points of damage on that shot. Oh, okay. She hurt it bad. It recoils a little bit, and you can just still just see the corner. All right. You kind of look at uh, Gex yeah, he, next to you. Yeah, basically going to um, just go around the corner, and hide, and bonus action, like move and hide. Bonus so you, action, hide, and that's both my turn. do the same thing. You're both back to back against the like, <laughs> Okay, coming up <laughs> next. Uh, let's go with Fizzled. What do you want to do, Fizzled? Okay, You're I'm the... gonna coming. Closer. Um, where am I on this map? I am. You were right at the corner. So, where did I see them go? So they ran. What the hell? Sorry, you're behind the Minotaur. There you are. Here. You have to I hold can't... Alt on this map. I'm sorry. So. It's very what crowded in here. There's like 38 of you. It doesn't seem Okay, well. I can't get my character back out. Anyway, I'm just going to follow um, Rook. Okay. To the room uh, where we heard the clatter, the noise. Yep. And, and you hear hissing and soon, swearing. Yeah, as soon as I see the Naga, I'm going to bonus action hex it 
and then uh now when you poke around the corner you don't see the naga yet it is i mean the other two had scouted they knew where it was you can see the robed figure but you're gonna have to enter in a little bit more go down that little short hallway to to actually see the naga but the robe figure is dead now no the robe figure is standing right in the middle of the circular room they killed the other guard but not the robe okay Then I'm going to hex the robe figure and take two shots at him. Do it. Or them. Yep. Them. Okay. The first one is 27. That hits. And uh, that's nine additional damage. So seven damage plus nine is 16. Um, all right. So the, the arrow digs deep and devs does a lot of damage. They are definitely badly hurt, but they are still alive. All right. And, and uh, God. another 27. That hits as they begin to open their mouth like. For another seven. Damage. 16 and 7, that's 23. Okay, cool. And Second arrow hits him and kind of doesn't need a liver to live, right? Still alive yeah. for the moment. No, doesn't Pro- need that. Probably not going to um, last, the, last the night, but, you know, still currently alive. And uh, I think you've got about five feet of movement left, so you can try to get to one of the sides. It's starting to get pretty crowded on the rook side. You could go opposite where Cranky is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Uh, all right. Coming up next. Oh wait, hold on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that tracks. Uh, all right. Coming up next is Gex already went, so now it's the Frizz. Oh, okay. She's uh, way at the back, so... next to Hilda, practically in the circle room. Um. Yeah. Oh shit dog caught up in computer crap um yeah i just assumed that's gonna... what the fizz was saying frizz was saying yeah frizzle's gonna um frizzle hold action for a bit she can't get up <laughs> sorry things are fun here you got a um you got a dog situation going on Asterion, you're I on do. deck. I have a very serious dog situation going on. My big dog's eating my little dog's food. Oh, Never dear. a good thing. Yeah, no, that's going to lead to murder. It almost did. So, yeah, Frizzle can... How far away is that room? Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35 to the edge of the hallway and then to get down the hallway any any distance would be more right she can't get there so she is going to let them deal with this and sure. hold she's her... rear guard yeah she's absolutely. just gonna make sure nothing comes up from behind absolutely Asterion followed by Tal Minotaur what do you want to do? Okay. So I just moved Bale in there real quick to get rid of that fog of war so I can see his, uh, his oh, figure course. here. Yep. 
And uh, I don't see a bad guy tile on the map, though. Uh, it's because it's all kind of around the corner at the moment, but yeah, okay. Go. So Asteria, I like that to be five feet down here. This guy's over here. Uh, I think he's just gonna do the Minotaur thing and uh, and and charge right at him. I think you should be able to make that. All right. Uh, 15 feet, so that gets me a cool charge attack. Alright, um, that the rope guy? That's the one you can see? Sure, uh, just correct. charge on in, correct. make your roll. Charge! Goring strike. Do it. Talithar's uh, on deck. 1d6 plus strength, so that's... You know what? And then okay. I should get another free action to attack with my horns as well off of that, right? All right, so you go in and you just and you bash into him and he flies against the thing just wrecked. He's dead. Um, you then turn and if you got any movement left, you probably got it. Actually, how, what's the movement on Asterion? You've gotten the full 30. Uh... I believe 30 feet is his base. Okay. Uh, but, uh, so you're in the room in the center, and you look and you see this half-formed naga just curled in the corner, hissing. Uh, it is looking pretty hideous and rough, and Mysterio's like, ooh, looking at this thing. All right, that's your turn. Talithar, followed by Cranky. Uh, okay. He's going to... Because a fight just started, he's going to go... How how is the distance here? Like it's kind of messed up, but basically, yeah, it doesn't measure properly. I don't know what's happening. So, he, like, yeah, let me see if I can fix this. Um, yeah, I meant like, to ask how long, like, wide these halls are. I assume they're like twenty feet wide, maybe. They're they're probably about twelve feet, but you know, ten feet. They're basically okay. ten feet. Big enough for a beholder to move through. Yeah. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't uh, know why. Is he able to reach the Naga? Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. You can get into the room to, like, here. Do you have anything that's reach? Yeah, I mean, he can... Um... Sorry, the map scale was got a little borked for some reason. Yeah. I mean, he, he can cast a, a like, it's something like to five feet to, away. Yeah, um, he's gonna see the naga, but he's not. He's kind of. He doesn't want to expand too much. Like he's seeing this half dead naga that just is really hurt. So he's actually just gonna like. It looks um, real rough. It's he's like, looking real rough. He's yeah. he's just gonna say, "Oh, I remember you." <sighs> Enjoy your time. I will return. And you get a good look at this Naga this time. It's got the red crystal embedded in its forehead. Oh, so it's it's under its control, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. You make a note right now. You're like, wait a minute. That bone Naga didn't have that. But this one does. It's not a bone Naga, though. This one's a spirit Naga. Or something like that. A nightmare spirit, Naga. The horse parts of it haven't reformed. Thanks, Phil. 
Alright, uh, that's Tal's turn then, unless you got some bonus. No, he's just gonna hold his action, like, um, okay. ready a reaction if it, if it uh, tries to, if it gets within range, he'll attack. Sure thing. Cranky, you're just down the hall. 5, 10, 15, about 20 feet away from this thing. What are you gonna do? Uh, so he can get in there quite easily. Yep. So he's going to fully... Where am I? Fully going to a rage. And... You just bully past yeah. um, Talithar, shove between Asteria and Talithar. Go ahead and make your attack. He'll he'll do it kind of politely as he goes by. Then he'll come in. Nice. I like it. The very polite bear. And then uh, make his attacks. So. I don't need that anymore. Um, Not yet. Yep. It gets advantage on that. What's the attack? Yeah, it gets advantage on his attacks when he's in a rage. Oh, I thought you'd already rolled. No, he's rolled once. So the second one is 19. That's a miss. Plus eight, so it comes out as a 20, 27. Oh, okay. I thought you already did the math. So, yeah, that hits. No. Um, and the damage is... Sorry, damage. So damage is 21, and then he'll make a second. Oh, I guess he used the back end of his pole arm, which is the... Where's the damage on that? Right now it's just one to four, plus two. So another six. So it's what did I say? Twenty. So that's twenty-seven. And then we'll attack again with advantage. All right. Eighteen. Twenty-six. Four. That's a hit. Its AC is currently yeah. twenty. Uh, yeah. So eight plus so thirteen. So another. 17, 19 damage on the second one. Well, no, sorry, don't double add. So, uh, 19 from 66. Okay, I got it. I got you. Yeah. All right. Whew, okay. It is, you just hack off a huge chunk of its tail and it's just like, ha! Ah. Uh, all right. Or tear off, if oh, you prefer. Hang on. So, has it acted this turn? No. Okay, so hang on. I get, it gets more damage then. It gets another um, 13 damage on top of that. Yeah, it is really rough. All right. That is Cranky. Coming up next, we got Jalen. Okay, Jalen's just going to rush in as close as he can get. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. You can kind of get to the short haul. But you can't get right in the room. You can see the edge of what's good. Well, you actually, with all those big guys in the way, you can see the other people in the room, like Asterion and Cranky and Talithar, but you, you can't really see the Naga from where you are, unfortunately. Um, unless you want to, unless you got more than 30 move. 
No, he's just going to get as far as he can and then ready in action if something comes at him. Sure. All right. Absolutely. All set. Coming up next. Uh, Balin. I don't even know if you can get in there. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. You'd need to get 40 or 45 feet to get in there. I think I can at least get to the door, though, right? I yeah. can get to right beside Gex there with 30 feet of movement. Yeah, just behind. Yeah, just next to Gex there. Exactly. All right. You can also spend your action to dash if you want to. Uh, I forgot to mention that to Jalen, too. I can't see the Naga, though, from that no. angle, I assume. No. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I suppose dash is probably the move to do then. I think I'll All do right. that. It's going to get me another 10, right? Uh, no, it's a full other move, 25. So you can get right up in here. Do you want to be... Oh, I'll put Gex back where he was. Uh, do you want to be right next to... A, like, where do you want to be in there? Right in there next right to... Let's see, let me pull the ruler out then. See, I would have been right there. So yeah, I should be able to stand right beside Asterion there. All right. Nice. You're right up there next to your big minotaur, pal. Okay, that is your turn. Um, oh, sorry. Why did I have Jalen down twice? Who did I write down twice for some Oh, no, I did. It's fine. Uh, and last but not least, Shu uh, is like... Eli has a gun Oh, yet. I'm sorry. That's Where's yeah, Eli? Go ahead and Shu got four, I think. Right? Okay, so Shu got four. Sense. We wrote down Jalen twice because one of them's Eli. Ah, uh, yes. And Eli... Yeah. And did I miss anybody else? Hilda's just kind of guarding the back. Yeah. All right. So Shu, um, you go to do your thing, but then it's actually the the Naga's turn. So one second. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I always forget that they get to do things too. Um, yeah, I've so been the, there as a GM totally. <laughs> yeah. So let's keep it nice and simple. Um. Cranky, I need you to do a wisdom saving throw. Are you trying to charm him? Yep. As the snake's eyes, Locke's eyes, with Cranky the bear. Is Cranky within 10 feet of Talithar? Let's say sure. Just. All right. You get plus four. Oh, good. So, 23. You rolled? Okay. Alright, you are fine. Oh, Plus, uh... What's my bonus to wisdom? 24. Yeah. Alright. So, you are okay, sir. Um, as your mind gets clouded for a moment, and then it goes away. Uh, alright. Coming up next, let's go with... Wait, where'd my page go? Uh, now it's Shu's turn, and oh, uh, yeah. Now it is Shu's turn. Great. Uh, Shu's gonna take a look at this um, stairway down instead. You know, yeah. some of the more front and center warriors have run off in, into something, and uh, doesn't really seem what see why that would be. Uh, and instead, he's gonna focus on over here. Now, the way he described it seemed very uh, precarious. Um, and I forgot to mention at the beginning of the episode, but the roguish subclass, the roguish archetype that they picked up is called the Inquisitive. For some reason, it has an ability that says you can investigate as a bonus action. 
which is a weird thing that you could just do apparently. All right. Uh, which is cool. So, so with just like a couple of studied looks, just like, okay, boom, 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 trying to find the best, like most safe route down. Um, make your, make your roll. Beautiful. Uh, when roll 20 decides to respond, this is the original uh, yeah. roll. And then I get to add my investigation, which I believe is seven, unless you want to say this is under darky enough. This is in which case now, be an additional. you are much more comfortable down here. It is very I, under darky. Down I here. figured, yeah. yeah. So I started being like, all right, yeah, these are the common pitfalls you would expect in this kind of cavern. Um, so that would put me at a 23. 23 two things strike you um number one Mm -hmm. the stairs are not trapped on the way down here however there's an overwhelming stench boiling up from below uh and you can now smell you something unfortunately you're somewhat familiar with uh rotting flesh um decaying bodies you can also sense um just just terrible garbage stench coming from the room below you can see a little bit into there but not not that far um great so i'll try to make my way down safely i had previously rolled stealth i don't know if you this needs to be a separate hide check to be properly hidden now that we're in combat or what yeah but i'm gonna try and make my way down i'll probably be going pretty slowly because you can't really move that fastly while sneaking and uh just try and get a see if I can find a spot where I can hide when I'm down there, but otherwise stay in the, the walls are very irregular, tunnel. as you can see from the map. Yeah. There's so there's definitely nooks you can duck into that might give a line of sight. Go ahead and roll stealth as you move to let's say here. Roll stealth, okay. I had 28 before. All right, and that is oh, actually, assuming roll, I get to perception. add my you didn't break uh, it, I wouldn't get to add that. It's not relevant. You didn't Sorry, break pardon? stealth, you didn't break stealth, so I'll let the 28 okay. last. Um, go so ahead, this is a 24 now, but yep. so it's whatever. Pardon, what was that? Uh, go ahead and... Okay, I'll take that as your perception roll, if that's all right, because you already... I left your stealth alone at 28. Sure, yeah. Sure. If, if perception's relevant to the terrain, uh, that would be oh, uh, you 25. Otherwise, it yeah. is 21. So you look down into this cavernous room below, and there's a pile of bodies and treasure and weird things all laying around. You can see some of the cloaks of the fallen are kind of fl- fluttering a little bit in a gentle breeze as there's kind of mm. this ca- the far end of the chasm you can or the cave you see a, a pit leading much deeper it's just like a hole and there's a steady wind coming up from there that chills that's in almost unnaturally cold uh, on the very far end of the okay. room there amongst all of the um fallen bodies you you see something else move first and then you see it you see a corpse flip over and the, and hover for a second and then drop and then you can hear a very quiet mutter where is it where is it and you see hovering over all these fallen beings um the beholder is hovering oh great now the cavern goes up a long way it's good like 30 Mm -hmm. feet high um but 30 40 feet high but uh it is fairly low hovering close to that pit at the far back of the cavern uh and it's picking up bodies and tossing them around with its magic um and it's right i don't want to like 
engage and I don't want to reveal myself. I want to find a spot where I can feel safe sitting and watching uh, and studying them um, for as sure. long as I, yeah, yeah. Establishing what? that sort of position for myself. Uh, until one of next you turn. found it. <laughs> one of you took it. I've been patient, but I'm running out of time. Okay, that's what Great. you get. Okay. Yeah. Elias, um, you see Shu? If your perception is high enough, you might pick out some of this, but... I'm gonna get you to just do me a perception check. See what see what Elias hears, and I'm gonna say, <sighs> ethereal sight and detect magic. It's not quite advantage, but I'm gonna give you a plus two to this roll. Nice. Cool. That's twenty. All right, you do hear, you feel the cold blast of unnatural wind coming from the open chamber, and you see Shu kind of scoot around the corner and you can hear mutterings and a little bit you can't necessarily make out all the words of the beholder but you can tell it's down there okay so Eli's gonna just kind of move in the doorway still floating um, and he's just gonna message cause Gex is, all, or Gex is hiding there uh, yeah he's gonna message Rook and just be like I see the beholder. I will leave the turn there. All right. <clears throat> Top of the order, Rook. Down one hall, you've got Gex and, and all the bigs fighting the Naga. Down the other hall, you see Elias muttering, and, and his voice appears in your head, um, saying the beholder is that way. What do you want to do? Um, he is going to just quickly sign to to Gex. Beholder is down the stairs, and start. He's going to assume that everyone else is like going to finish off the Naga, uh, and he's going to start moving. All right, how far do you want to go? Uh, he, as far as my thirty feet will allow, like, like Five, he's because he's already been hiding, right? So he's yeah. remaining stealth, and he's just gonna. You can Check get it right out. in, and you the best places to hide are either amongst the corpses uh, and the piles of things. Um, you can also... Amongst the rocks? Uh, amongst the rocks. And yeah. as you see these piles of corpses, you recognize some of them. You see bodies. You see... <laughs> you see Sir Islick on the perched up in the far corner there as a, practically as a statue over there. Um, wait, he's up uh, a slightly elevated section, uh, but perched up as a statue in the corner. You see variety of decomposing bodies, some of them quite old. Um, and your eye catches, you're like, wait, what? You, you see a loot amongst the pile of body that you recognize immediately. Is that like angels? Angels loot. You look around and after a quick glance, you see the de badly decomposing body of angel. You see uh, amongst another glance, you see there's a 
Yep, there's a component pouch over there on that body. That that's Cat's body up and up over there are a wide variety of people that died that day amongst all the rest uh, of those of the undertow. And since you see rogues that have come down here, you see people that you were in the rogues guild with, you see Turnbull, his head twisted in a very strange angle. His um, kind of turban head being face twisted and erectus. Half of his body is just du like gone, uh, and he's just lying in the pile. Um, there is a collection of corpses and their belongings here, and the beholder is sifting through it. And you see the beholder uh, hovering uh, just next to this large pit. Um, what do you want to do? Well, I guess that's your turn. With technically, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it technically has an action, but I'm actually going to hold my action. Okay. Um, to to shoot it. Um, like basically, I'm waiting for everyone else to arrive. Sure. And like when the battle begins, I'll shoot it as my uh, held action. Okay, Isold. Um, you're kind of you. You see Elias. Oh wait, where are? Where is Isold? Oh, she's way down there with Gex. I you was, look across. Yeah. Rook runs away. You lock eyes with Gex, kind of out in the hall. What do you want to do? Um, Gex, you're on deck. If you guys want to take team, to... you can. This is the room. Yeah. Rook so... runs off that other way. You're not sure why. All right. I come in. Do I see the Naga? Yes, hundred percent. It's hit it, sitting there. It is rough. Half of its tail is ripped off. One of its arms is hanging practically uselessly. It's just. It is rough. And Cranky's so just I'm tearing going into to this thing. Action hex that. Okay. Now that uh, my hex is free, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna. Do my gosh dangest darndest to kill it. Sure thing. As I so, mentioned before, it did cast shield, so its AC is currently 20. I'm not afraid to tell you. I ain't afraid to tell you. Oh, sorry. 23. I'm going to assume that Cranky got 23s, but yeah. Oof. We were all over that, yes. Yeah. Uh, 21, unfortunately, 21. doesn't hit as this thing... The arrow just... It hits the part of the tail that was already torn off. Okay. So, golly, I will try again. But I don't know that I can get much higher. Mm. Unfortunately, the next one ricochets off uh, off one of the um, uh, corpse holders. That's <laughs> late. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, it missed. Sorry. Okay, coming up next. Uh, no worries. Got, uh, coming up next, we get Gex. Um, he's gonna essentially do the same thing that uh, Rook did. So just move with stealth into there and hold action. 
hide, like go in and hide and wait for All right. everyone else. But ready with his bow as well. You're in the habit of noticing things that are of value. You look around this room and you're like, damn, there's a bunch of collected stuff in here. And then you mm. notice the beholder and the corpses and Rook and the rest. And then you're holding action. Okay, coming up next. I keep messing that up. Frizzle, the frizz. Okay. Um... She doesn't exactly know where to go. She's just kind of like... Where... Why is everybody going in different directions? Shit. Um... And she will... Basically try to... Come this way. Whoops, that's Hilda. Uh... She'll just get to there. All right. So you go running kind of in the Naga fight way. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Uh, you can spend your action to get right in the room if you want to. Mm. You, as a dash, or you can just sit tight. Your call. She'll stay put because she's not exactly sure what the heck is going on. All right. Coming up next. Before we jump forward, can I say that she's further in? I kind of was thinking that if oh, sure. they were able to find a place where they could stay hidden that was further in, that's what they wanted to do. I don't want oh, to be sure. in everyone's way as everyone's yeah, yeah, trying that's to get fair. in here. How about you're, you're I think in, I had, in a in a nook? Yeah. I probably had movement. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know exactly uh, what the distances I mean, are here. You so. didn't actually use your action, so I would say you can dash, but move half speed. So you can get about there, if that works. Dash sneakily. Dash sneakily. Dash. Cool. Dash. Cool, cool, but stealth-like. All right. Um... Asterion. All right. Uh, so I guess he's going to join Cranky there and fighting the Naga. All right. Go for it. Should be in the Naga. There we go. Um, and so he's got a battle. Uh, what do you call it? Great axe. Fourteen for what his first hearing? attack. Then he gets a second attack, though. But yeah, that's a nine. He rolled a nat one on that actually. Oh, yeah, that that's a miss. And I believe he only gets the two attacks, level five. All right. Yep. Unfortunately, that's it. Oh, sorry. Um, I'm just gonna mute you for now, there, Gordon, because you can we can hear something coming through your mic. He gets a bonus horn attack too, but that only got a 20, so I think that also misses. Yeah, unfortunately, this thing is that it's got the shield around it, it's barely managing to hold everything off. Uh, all right, so you're piling in. Next up is Talithar, followed by Cranky. Okay, so the nag is still alive, just hanging on it. It's like it's it seems to be feeding some energy from kind of the nest where it's made. Okay, he's gonna step be... he's gonna step forward and uh, attack it. Uh, first attack. Sorry, I'm just checking my stats because he had drunk a frost giant potion, so his... Oh, yeah. 
So where this thing was, you can see a shed skin kind of behind. It's It was kind of making its little nest there. and So it is just hanging on and yeah, go for it. And then, okay. Uh, first hit is a does a twenty-two hit. Um, do you have anything that would give you advantage? Because twenty-two does not, because it is currently shielded. Oh, it's currently shielded. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you would so. try to post up to get advantage, like if there's any way, like I mean, across from cranky. It's so hidden in the corner, like it's in the hidden corner. Okay, it, so then so no, then the first there. hit misses. Yeah, first one misses. Sorry, roll again. It can't all be nat twenties, Gordon. Nope. No. Watch, That's okay. Gonna, now I've said that he's gonna roll in. Oh no! no. Twenty. Oh no! He dirty misses. twenty. Sorry. So it is all right. At feral snake hiding in the corner, it is hard to get at. It's like it's still pretty quick. And it's, it's current got state. Is it considered prone? Oh, actually, hmm. no. Since we're arguing for advantage here. Yeah, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, yeah, it'll be. Pro well, no, I didn't do that earlier. Um, I'm gonna say, <laughs> it is, it is up enough that it is mobile enough to kind of move about. Okay, that's fine. Althar finished his turn. Sorry, Cranky, and then Jalen. Okay. <clears throat> Frankie's gonna do his standard, <laughs> just swing like a crazy person. Uh, so, first is a 24. That'll hit. And another 24 for a total of. Thirty-two damage between two attacks. Okay, Cranky's just like tearing out chunks of flesh, and this thing it begins to hiss. And at first, you're like, "Wait, that's not a hiss. That's a, it's laughing." <laughs> I will see my master, and you just. <laughs> tear out this thing's ribs, reach in with the other paw, and just grab a hold of its, like, undead heart, and just rip it from its body. And the whole head just shudders and falls backwards, and its mouth opens, and you see this little flicker of flame and light just begin flare for a second. All right, it is dead. What happens to the gem in its head when it dies excellent question um right now nothing but there is something that is occurring uh there's it's a flickering light as you're holding this thing like you turn and look at your friends and there's this little flicker of flame light burning there just where its face was uh all right coming up next just to that was lovely but just to note that was all with the halberd not with his hands oh okay you slash it open <laughs> That's He's fine. a clean bear. Oh, okay. 
you cut it in half and the yeah fair enough all right next up Jalen followed by Balin and other ones named Malin you can see this it's now dead in the corner you do anything you're muted there Brandon that explains a lot okay ah. uh yeah, so seeing that the Naga's dead, he's just going to dash over to the hallway, but he's not going to go down yet. He's just going to stay to the side of the door, so that, like, just kind of ushering people in. Okay. Uh, that is your turn. That brings us to Balin. All right, so with the Naga being dead, uh, that was the only creature in this room right yeah you see the okay. corpses you look around in this creepy little crypt um see. and you see a strange flicker know. can i get you to do an arcane arcana check yeah right. i was just about to ask is there something i can roll just to quickly analyze the room uh 22 on that right on nice okay so something's gonna happen here for a second um I'm going to mute. I'm going to deafen a couple people. So just a moment. How do I do that? Uh, who else is in there? Hold on. Uh, who's running Nysterion? You are. Who's running Cranky? Oh, whatever. You can all hear this, but you can't actually do anything. Um, Balin, I am going to ask you something. You recognize something. A spell studied in the ancient dwarves used for mining so it's it's actually extremely useful spell um of very high level powerful magics that allows you to place i mean any mage worth their salt can learn fireball anybody like there are children dwarves running around with fireball this is very similar to that but fireball isn't that great for underground places because if it goes off you could get caught in the blast. So it's best if you can set it, move away, and then have it go off. Okay. It's called Delayed Blast Fireball. Yeah, yeah. Balin, you have milliseconds. I'm going to ask, how would you like to respond? And, and you're going to be doing an initiative or dexterity save. Roll initiative or dexterity to save to see how successful you are in pulling off what you want to do. So what do you want to do? Knowing that oh. this thing, this flicker of flare light, is the concentration dropping from the, the Naga was holding concentration. It drops, and this thing is about to go. What do you want to do? Ugh. You look across the way, you see Izzled right there in the entryway. You see Talithar a little bit further, very close. Cranky, Asterion, they're all right at the heart of this thing. Even you are right there. Izzled is in the threshold. So, first of all, I'd shout a warning to everybody. Explosion incoming, get down. And then, uh, I don't know if it's still in its like little black pebble form or not but could i try to like maybe cast a spell on it or counter spell whichever is relevant to it would be oh. a counter spell yeah okay um, 
if you have that, you can definitely give that a try. So you shout it out. Before you do, I need you to roll either deck save or initiative, whichever you prefer. Oh, they're both the same, so... Uh, uh, I rolled a nat one, so that's a zero. And I thought I rolled so badly. I rolled a five. And I was like, oh, you're gonna get this off. You shout a warning. And this thing erupts. Mm. Um. Nah, counterspell is a reaction. You know what? Go ahead and roll. It's your arcana. It's a very high level spell. Okay. Um, what what level do you want to cast counterspell at? Delayed blast fireball, it's like a fifth level spell, right? Higher than that. No way, huh? Um Just let me check how many slots I still got left at higher levels. Not a ton, eh? Um, you know, I, I'll, I'll go ahead and use one of my uh, fourth level slots, I guess, for it, for that little advantage. I, well, fourth is not going to be high enough, so you're still going to need to roll for it. So go oh, ahead and roll, roll Arcana, yeah. please. It is a weird way that that spell works, right? You don't get advantage for having, no. for expending a high level slot. You either succeed you outright or you don't, so you're always better roll. off just doing third. It's Yeah, it's a weird thing. Oh, I guess that's start. true, yeah. I'm not yeah. adding anything, am I? Okay. Yeah, it doesn't, it, you think it would add like a bonus to it or something. But so Balin, you um, flash back to one of your elders explaining how this works, and he's like, um, he's, you you must concentrate, you place it, and when you finally release the spell, the longer it has been held, the more explosive it is. You best be clear out of the way. It's a good at least 20 foot blast. Good luck to you. You can also... Uh, no, that's it. That's all you get. <laughs> Alright, what'd you roll? <laughs> So I roll a d20. Do I add anything to that? Uh, it's the same as Arcana. So you'd add oh, your Arcana skill. Okay. Yep. Cool. I'll roll that again then. 14. Oh, that's going to do it. Not going to do it. You try your best to stop the spell and you lock eyes with people and... <laughs> I'm going to need dexterity saving throws from Asterion, Cranky, Talithar, Isold, and Balin. What kind of a save? Dex. Uh, Isold and Balin. Actually, and Cranky. The only one who doesn't get the Paladin bonus is Asterion. What's the Paladin bonus? Plus four. Oh, nice. Or is it plus five? Okay, so 28 for me. Got a 12. Asterion got a 13. Thank you. Asterion fails. Uh, I rolled a nat 18, so hold on. Yeah, that, that'll probably pass. Uh, 23. Yeah, that's a pass. Isold passes with 24. All right. 28. You said I had the... All right, 28. Valen, how'd you do? Oh, yeah. Seven level spell now, eh? Wow. Uh, Valen got a 12. All right, so Balin fails. So you're going to take full yeah. damage on this. 
And I'm, because... uh, I'm gonna cast Absorb Elements, though, for myself okay. as a reaction. Nice. What kind of damage is that, just out of curiosity? It is fire. Lots and lots of fire. Alright. It is um... this much. This reminds me of Shadowrun all of a sudden. <laughs> Uh, well, that 40 damage. I have no idea what I should have done. I should have uh, used Mold Earth to put a little rock dome around this thing. That would have been a way better idea. I mean, either way, you failed to, like, do be fast enough, right? I wouldn't have done it in time. Have changed anything. Yeah. I think if we were, like, following rules technically, like, Counterspell kind of doesn't work because the spell was already cast. It just only goes off now. So you'd have to use, like, a Dispel Magic or something. It's, it's a whole thing. <laughs> Neither it was a good use. Not though. on my side for that one. Yeah. Fifty-four. Um. Oh, okay. I was wait. expecting forty. Nice. Good no, roll on. I didn't roll that well. Wait. Eight. Ten. Yeah. Okay. So fifty-four points of damage to Balin. Everyone else is going to take twenty-seven points of fire damage. Okay. But I should take half because I got absorb elements up, right? Right. Yep. So oh wait, twenty-seven. Uh, you used your reaction already. Or counter. I can only do one in a turn, eh? Sorry. So bomber. You're, All right. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's pretty devastating. Fifty-four. And uh, Asterion also failed. Is that right? Asterion's uh, at negative HP now. That, that yeah. He wasn't at health. So that that probably kills him outright. He's like in the the negative teens there. Asterion just flies back slams against the wall with the force of the impact everyone else is shoved back Cranky um, somehow sidesteps all that fire um, yeah Asterion wow. has fallen everyone else is burnt and you are presiding over the corpse oh and it was wicked loud so the whole place <laughs> shakes and shudders um And, uh, let's say 10. So, what was your stealth check there, Shu? Um, I had a 28 originally, and then... Okay, so I you were 28. I, did, I rolled again, um, but you took that as the, the yeah, deception. No, that so was, yeah, it would have been 24 28. if you wanted to use that one instead. No, no, that's route. okay. 28. Uh, Gex, when you went on running down there, did you do a stealth check? Yeah, oh, no, it was you... 30. Okay, and Rook? I think it was a 26. Like, Rook's stealth can't go below right. 23. Okay, so it was 26. So when yeah. the whole cavern shakes, and even down within the cavern with the beholder shakes, and some of the corpses jiggle, a couple of stones rattle, and the beholder spins towards the entrance. Gex is all tucked in behind, shoes all tucked in. And it sees a little bit of the light flickering from the open doorway and it's <laughs> And then it its eyes pierce through the darkness with a twenty-seven. It locks eyes with Rook. And its eye pupils just <laughs> dilate. And uh, the, the various eye stalks go in your direction and its massive mouth extends into this huge toothy smile. You're back. 
Um, Rook, I'm going to say your friends are with you. They're standing amongst the piles next to their beloved belongings to their bodies. And in that second, you kind of had your head stuck out a little too long, taken aback that the earthly remains of your best friends are there after all this time. And they look at you and the beholder looks at you and the beholder looks at them and it looks back at you and says oh And I think that's where we're going to call it for the night. Seems right. Ooh, okay. I wasn't sure where that was going to go. Thanks, everybody. Wow. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, I always forget how small beholders are. I feel like they got to be like, I don't know. How, is, I how big like is this one? I, I don't even know if I looked them up. They're are large. they medium? Oh, they're large. Right. Yeah, this one They're large because like, of the eye stalks on the map. I made it seem kind of biggish, but you know, this body is, yeah, it's not that big. I, I don't think I don't think you I don't think you made it too big or anything. It's just yeah, I always just feel like it should be even bigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should take up the whole cavern. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, we need it. Sorry, guys, I'm, my brain's a little fried because I was like, a bunch of stuff went down. I don't know if anybody picked up yeah. on it, but we'll see how it all goes next week. Or <laughs> are we gonna actually I'll leave it up to you to decide? We can do it in chatter now. Uh, whether we're gonna do D and D next week or whether you want to do Shadowrun next week, I can do either. I'm happy to keep this going. Uh, or Steve, we can talk later if you want. We'll Oops, talk sorry. after. Cool. Uh, but we do need an episode for tonight's. Or a name for tonight's episode. An episode for tonight's name. Yes. Mm -hmm. Internet, you can pipe in too if you want to. I haven't been looking at chat, so I don't know. I mean, my brain goes to like insert beholder pun here. Because that's my kind of humor. It's not good. <laughs> Oh, and we didn't ever get a product for today, did we there, Steve? Oh, you have a product? <gasps> Fantastic. Well, we'll think about episode names. Thanks very much, everybody. Oh, by the way, there's a bunch of treasure in this room, but you just have to, you know, get rid of the beholder or something to get it. I mean, classic D&D &D would be like, you sneak in, you steal the treasure, and you leave. Screw the beholder. But, you know, we're kind of trying to save people or whatever, I guess. Well, honestly... It was it beat Rook by one on that stealth check and picked it up. So that's kind of a poetic. I kinda of like that. That's good. It's a good moment. Alright. Steve, are you ready to go for our handy dandy ad? Yep, whenever uh, you're ready. Alrighty. Oh, that is not the right window. Hold on. There we go. Alright. Steve with a word from our sponsors that don't exist. All right. This week's episode 
Brought to you proudly by Uncle Chunky's Comfort Adventure Shorts. Specifically designed for the most demanding trades, rugged and durable on the exterior. Made from the toughest Tyrannosaurus hide and lined with the most luxurious spider silk. Uncle Chunky's Comfort Adventure Shorts double your carrying capacity with seven full-size cargo pockets, three secret hidden stash pockets, and a built-in utility belt. Keep all your useless gear like ball bearings, candles, hammers, crowbars, pitons, string, tinderboxes, oil, and water skins close at hand. Hang all your weapons around your waist like a homeless rock climber. Stash food at knee height to make running as awkward as possible. Cross your legs while sitting to empty everything you own onto the floor. Pair them with Aunt Peach's hippie sandals and Grandpa Jerry's wool socks for the complete over-the-hill clueless look. I'd say they... I'd, well, I'd say they'll never see you coming, but they totally will. They'll just be like, hey, dumbstruck, wondering what the hell is that? Uncle Charlie's Comfort Adventure Shorts. Is that a crowbar in your pocket, or are you happy to see me? Well, yes. Which of, which of my seven pockets are you referring to, sir? I like that. Oh, I'm all quiet now. All right, there we go. Thank you very much. Is there anybody, uh, episode name? Uh, I got one dirty pun. I know you like those. Oh, sure. I like both. Let's hear the dirty pun and the more serious one. Big snakes and one-eyed monsters. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> that even gave me a chuckle. Please, they've got nine eyes. <laughs> yeah, but everybody only really cares about the one big eye, you know? Ah, <laughs> uh, ain't that the way. There's other eyes, people. My eyes are up here. <laughs> and sorry, Gordon had a more serious one. Oh, uh, just like morbid reunion, I guess. Because uh, mm, that's good. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good too. All right. I don't know why my music suddenly morbid stopped, but anyway. The one-eyed snake. Morbid now, reunion. Add a little bit of uh, alliteration about rectus reunion. Ooh, I like that. All right, that's us for now. So we'll be back next week with something. Uh, we'll see you later, Internet. Thanks very much, players, and it was great to see you all. Um, and I'll be hanging out after for a little bit, but uh, uh, otherwise, get some sleep, those who need sleep. Sleep.
I'm sorry. The Minotaur is dead.